0: Dalinar felt a shattering, humbling sense of his own mortality. Was this what every veteran felt when he finally fell on the battlefield? This bizarre, surreal sense of both disbelief and long buried resignation? Dalinar set his jaw, then used his good hand to pull free the leather strap he was using for a belt. Holding one end with his teeth, he wrapped it around the stump of his arm right above the elbow. The cut wasn't bleeding too badly yet. Took a moment for a wound like this to bleed. The body constricted blood flow at first. Storms. This blow had gone clean through. He reminded himself that this wasn't actually his flesh exposed to the air. That it wasn't his own bone there, like the center ring of a hunk of pork. "'Why not heal yourself as you did in the vision with Fen? the Stormfather asked. "'You have Stormlight.' Cheating, Dalinar said with a grunt. Heroes of presents The Stormpod, a Stormlight Archive podcast. Book 3, Oathbringer. This is just a quick spoiler warning for chapter 38 of Oathbringer. Um, I absolutely love this chapter. The last two chapters, we've uh, episodes we've done, we've only done one chapter, and I did so with this one as well. Um, Buzzkill was like, this is a big info dump episode, so I decided to save lots of room to discuss the uh, revelations that happen in this chapter. I hope that Jack has lots of questions. Um, if not, then it'll be a short one. I highly doubt it. But uh, if you haven't uh, picked the right episode and you're not caught up on your reading, make sure you do so. You do not want to miss and get spoiled by these big, big moments coming in this episode, this chapter. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to the show. I'm your host Sean Q, and he, I think, is going to get tortured for about four thousand five hundred so years. Give it's or take, it's Jack. <laughs> give or take a thousand years. Yeah, give or take a thousand years of torture. <laughs> Dude, uh, what a revelation! Right? Uh, yeah. When, Where do we begin? Yeah. Well, I, I, the first thing I would just want to say is, um, I I knew about this. Going into the the recording today and into the sure. into the reading because I've read it several times, but like the gravity of everything really hit me this time when the Stormfather is telling Dalinar Nivani that you know these other heralds sometimes would break after one year of torture. They used right. to be able to last hundreds of years between desolations, yeah. and, year, and then one and then then the last two desolations happened a year apart. A year, yeah, and Taln. The Herald of War lasted 4,500 years before he broke and let the Voidbringers out of damnation. Right. That's insane, bro. Yeah. No wonder he's the madman. No wonder he was crazy (laughs) as
1: fuck. I love how Dalinar just, you know, puts it all together too. He just confirms it. It's the madman. Like Like he gets all like, oh my God. Yeah. 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 So if, it's it's a really crazy. This is a crazy chapter. Mm-hmm. We got to
0: take this slow because I've got a lot of questions about. For this. sure, it's going to be a long one. This is the the episode the buzzkill was like. The info is going to be a big one. This info dump. Yeah, is there's huge. a lot to talk yeah. about. The one thing I did want to say on the the subject of Tom before we 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 go forward sure. here is. Yeah for the entire run of this series that we've done I've said you know the Herald of War Taln or Mm -hmm. so called and I'm like maybe he's maybe he isn't we're not sure yet I'm gonna lay that out now I'm not gonna do that anymore um Dalinar is pretty sure that the guy they had in custody was yes. the Herald of War, the one who was tortured for 4,500 years. Right. I am no longer going to go, maybe he isn't, maybe he is. I'm not going to do that he's anymore. Not. Yeah. <laughs> Dalinar okay. thinks he is, he is now. Okay. Yeah. Unless the book tells us he isn't, we're going with he is now. Yeah. C is finally for cookie. <laughs> it, it could have been a K. It could have been a C-H. It we
1: weren't sure. A cookie. Uh, but it's now cookie. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um, that's, you, you, uh, yeah. Let's get to Talon, but cause I've got lots more to, to throw your way. There's so, so much to talk about. The... Yeah. Okay. So broken people, this is chapter 38 mm-hmm. of Oathbringer. Yeah. Uh, we're still in part two, um, begins with your skills are admirable, but you are merely a man. You had your chance to be more and refused it. Mm hmm. So yet another little clue.
0: Yeah. Merely a man. And the writer is writing to this name that we had at the beginning, beginning, uh, Right. So, so the, whoever this Cephandrius is, is merely a man, but had a chance to be more and refused it. And refused it. Yeah. yeah. So it's not really sure what that means, what that entails, no. but it's really interesting to think about. Yeah, it Someone is. <laughs> who had at their fingertips the ability to be more than a man's, maybe more power, something, but decided to refuse mm-hmm. it. I love that a lot. That's really cool.
1: This chapter begins with Dalinar. Mm-hmm. Dalinar entered the next vision in the middle of a fight. He'd learned his lesson. He didn't intend to mine another person in an unexpected battle. This time he intended to find a safe point and then bring them in.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I think that's a good idea. Yeah, it's great. He's learning. He's learning. He. I mean, he knows these visions, but he's learning. How do I bring people in? How do I do this? What's the best way? What's the best way? Right.
1: Right. To extract the most out of it. Mm-hmm. And the safest way for, for bringing new people in, yeah. And I think it. I think yeah. the
0: what they the the loosey goosey tactic they had with Queen Fen before, where Fen just went into the vision and then she had to learn how to survive the vision, was probably the right way. But she, he's bringing Navani and Yasna into this vision. He wants to make sure they're safe, even though mm-hmm. it's a vision, and they're probably not really going to get hurt. But at the very least, they're not here to experience it. They're here to investigate it. Here's the thing yeah. that really blows me away yeah. about this.
1: And I'll I'll just throw it out there and you can you can see what you think about this. Okay. What's because this because this new uh element has been introduced with the Stormfather being able to invite other people into the dreams. Right. Or into the visions, let's mm-hmm. say. What's to say that other people aren't being invited in to witness other things?
0: I think th- first the first thing that happens here is that the Stormfather is the one who does it.
2: Dalinar, right.
0: Dalinar doesn't have the ability no, to do it without the, the Stormfather Nivana. doing it. Right. And the Stormfather is bonded by Dalinar. The Stormfather right. is not going to invite anyone else into these visions unless Dalinar says so. So I'm not specifically talking about this time period. Oh, you're talking about like I'm talking any about, time.
1: I'm talking about any time in the future on Roshar, otherwise. Like, what's to say that others aren't being invited in to see dreams or visions of what's happening now with Dalinar? Let's say.
0: Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, if like, Dalinar, that's the Stormfather, has is, the ability, is to bringing bond. in Navani and Yasna to this vision right. of the past. What's right. saying that in the future they're not going right. to see the battle of the Everstorm as a vision, right. or Kaladin jumping, jumping across the chasm as a as a vision. Yes. Ah, that's really cool to think about, dude. I know. Cause that, that's what was blowing my mind about this whole,
1: ever since that happened with Stormfather, like a few chapters back where yeah. I was like, wait, wait a minute here. We're able to bring people in mm-hmm. like more than one. And then I started to think, wow, geez, I wonder what the implications of this are.
0: So the, I guess my, 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 um, un- <laughs> uh, researched response to this is that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think the visions were created by honor himself. And that the Stormfather is only yeah. a small piece of honor. And mm-hmm. the Stormfather has not shown the ability to make new visions. Do you know what I mean? The, these visions well, the were created by honor in by order to honor, pass yeah. m- information to someone who could help the fight against right. Odium. And right. so I don't know whether or not new visions can be created for future combatants. Because I that was an to, honor thing. So, but but we don't know if anybody else, I maybe someone to else face, could do it. To face new threats that lie
1: beyond odium yeah. in the future of this. I don't know. I'm just, I became intrigued by that idea. Yeah. And then I thought, wow, it, be, it would be really neat to experience other travelers, if you will. Right. In this, as we're reading it. Right. Like subtle little hints that someone's experiencing a vision. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that it's, I don't know. I just kept thinking about that yeah I, I, it's I, I, it's
0: really really interesting we don't know exactly what it no, takes no. to create a vision we know that the mm-hmm. uh, that honor did this, these visions but that sure. doesn't necessarily mean someone else couldn't create other visions so mm-hmm. yeah that's really interesting it's very possible oh. that maybe odium has recorded visions himself so that he could help someone on his side learn about the Ooh. past too right damn But so that's interesting too. Some
1: odium, some odium laced dark visions. Right. They look like the
0: old, like heavy metal animation. (laughs) (laughs) They're playing Sabaton
1: (laughs) on repeat. Yeah. Okay. um, (laughs) Love, love me some Sabaton. Um, That meant appearing as he had many months ago. This is going back to dollar. Yeah. Holding a spear in sweaty hands, standing on a forlorn and broken plate of rock. Surrounded by men in primitive clothing. Isn't that broken plate of rock? Mm -hmm. Shard plate. I don't know. I just kind of felt like as if, you know, the rock was. Well, he,
0: um. Part of that. He. Story. Remember he says a little later on in the chapter that he, when he originally was in this vision, he thought Mm. he was seeing what could be on the shattered plains. Right. So this like this landscape is all cracked and broken like the Shattered yeah. Plains. And so he thought that maybe he was experiencing something that could be a vision right. of the future, right? And then he obviously originally, like, you know, eventually we find out that it's not. But that's what he says later little later on. So the landscape is similar to the Shattered Plains, which we know is broken, you know, so that's interesting. The-
1: they wore they wore wraps of rough spun lavas fibers and sandals of hog's hide carried spears with bronze heads only the officer wore armor a mere leather jerkin not even properly hardened it had been cured then cut roughly into the shape of a vest it proved no help against an axe to the face there's something about the description of these it's just it. What is it? Scream Rome to you, like Roman. Yeah, it's like a, it's kind of what we Age. talked about
0: before. Yeah, there's the, the, well, it's definitely Bronze Age. They mention mm-hmm. that later. I think Yasna says mm-hmm. like, oh, the, are these bronze weapons or whatever?
1: But it's, but it's a little on the nose. Like don't you think? Like yeah.
0: describing the sandals, the it's just well, having put the whole vision into context uh, the whole chapter into context, mm-hmm. if the the nine swords are in the ground and one's missing. And that means Taln had died. We, this, is the, this is the prelude, right, of the, mm-hmm. the entire series. That prelude mm-hmm. when those two heralds are talking and they're like, well, Taln's already dead. Maybe he can fulfill the oath pack without us. That's the very first thing we've ever read of Stormlight Archive is this scene. And mm-hmm. um, knowing that, that means this existed 4,500 years ago. Do you know what I mean? So um, when we talk about desolations and uh, resurgence of of human beings uh, of like mortal kind on this planet, they have a desolation and then they have a certain amount of time to go and rebuild, rebuild society. And then another desolation hits, right? So this is 4,500 years ago was the last desolation.
2: Right. Right.
0: Right. Yeah. So that's how primitive. Primitive. I say that in uh, uh, quotes. The the armament and the equipment of all these people would be. Right. It would be four thousand years old. These uh, to to Dalinar and Navani. Right. Mm -hmm. So it makes sense Mm -hmm. that it'd be you know uh, bronze and like leather that's not properly cured would be part of it because they're trying to show how little they knew about what to do with equipment and all that stuff. Yeah. It dates it a little bit.
1: I think I'm just more speaking to in this series, these little hints at stitching this story and connecting it to our world, right? Because there's just little hints of it here and there. Mm-hmm. You know, this Bronze Age, I would say, is a definite little little hint or th- when we had the animals, the mention of rabbits or other Chicken. animals that we that we're comfortable with or yeah, f- or familiar with. Um, I don't know. I just there's something about like the stitching of that that i find interesting
0: yeah there, there, there definitely is some hints of of uh, our world in there and that is either the author uh, brandon sanderson using some of our stuff for us as a reader yeah, yeah or uh, maybe, maybe there is a little with. like you know maybe a rabbit yeah uh, yeah exists here too or whatever
2: yeah
1: okay um dalinar roared i really want to i uh, I love. I just love the conscious use of the of the language. Uh, Dalinar roared a little later in this chapter, or in this on this page. Dalinar rammed mm-hmm. into the enemy. It's just so. It's it's on purpose. It's yeah. Dalinar the beast. Dalinar yeah. the animal. Mm-hmm. Right. So I don't know. I just love the re-in, the that it reinforces the character. Mm-hmm. Um, so Dalinar roared indistinctly, re- remembering his first time in this vision. It had been one of the very earliest when he still discounted them as nightmares. Today, he intended to tease out its secrets. Mm -hmm. He charged the enemy, a group of men in similarly shoddy clothing. Delinar's companions had backed themselves up to the edge of a cliff. If they didn't fight now, they'd be pushed off onto a steep incline that eventually ended in a sheer drop and a plummet of some 50 or 60 feet to the bottom of of a valley. Mm -hmm. Dalinar rammed into the enemy group, trying to push his men off the cliff. He wore the same clothing as the others, carried their weapons, but had brought one oddity, a pouch full of gemstones tucked at his waist. Yeah. He's reluctant to use these at first
0: though, right? Yeah. He doesn't, he like, he gets hurt later and then he's like, he calls it cheating using it, right? That's cheating. I love it. It's one of my little highlights.
1: I kind of didn't want him to heal. I wanted him to
0: like experience Mm -hmm. basically. Well, that's what he's trying to do, right?
1: I know. Yeah. I know. That's cheating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't want to be cheated out of the out of the pain, out of the suffering, out of the experience. It's yeah.
0: neat that he can take the gemstones into the dream too. Yeah. Like it's I it's, it's really, he's not actually carrying them in, but I really the Stormfather is but... like representing the fact that he has chosen to bring it in with him. Do you know what I mean? The last one when he went with Queen Fen, he said, "I don't want to be fighting with a, a table leg and a, a fire poker. Make right. me have a proper sword." And so, the the Stormfather let him have a proper sword that time, so Stormfather's able to kind of meld or change the vision as he sees fit upon Dalinar's request. But but he doesn't like it. He's like, right. you don't tell me what to do. But okay. I know what's <laughs> we got to talk about that. Yeah, but he's like, but okay, I'll do it.
2: <laughs> like,
0: yeah, <laughs> he's very he really doesn't like being bound by Dalinar. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah, don't be so bossy. But I'll do exactly what you want. <laughs> but okay. <laughs> Um, okay. Um,
1: okay. So he's got the gemstones in the dream. Yeah, that's interesting. That the, that the Stormfather can facilitate bringing things in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they're not
0: actually there. It's just in in his head, right? The vision yeah. has adapted to now allowing him to have that.
1: I, I'd ask for snacks, like particular snacks, <laughs> like a just a, like a
0: sleeve of Ritz crackers or something, like a eh,
1: some uh, some
2: I don't
0: know some black Bart gum or something. I don't know. Some hubba-bubba tape. Yo, can I have a bag of storm storm light (laughs) gems and uh, some hubba-bubba tape, please? I I get
1: some lemon heads here? (laughs) Some big Um, chew?
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) He gutted one enemy with his spear and then shoved the fellow toward the others. 30 or so men with ragged beards and callous eyes. Mm -hmm. This is really trippy about these enemies, eh? Mm -hmm. I love, that's one of my highlights is that Dallinor is not used to this kind of behavior. Right. With his, with his attackers. Two of them tripped over their dying friend, which protected Dalinar's flank for a moment. He seized the fallen man's ax and then attacked to his left. I love that. Mm-hmm. Just this little cool thing in battle where he takes up his enemy's weapon and uses it against them. Yeah. The enemy resisted howling. These were, these men weren't well-trained, but any fool with a sharpened edge could be dangerous. I love that quote. Me too. Mm Mm-hmm. Dalinar's no fool. Yeah. An enemy, a combat, do not underestimate your enemy. Yeah. Dalinar cut, slashed, laid about himself with the axe, which was well-balanced. It was a good weapon. He was confident he could beat this group. But two things went wrong. First, the other spearmen didn't support him the ones that were with him yeah nobody filled in behind to protect him and from being surrounded second the wild men didn't flinch yeah dalinar had come to rely on the way soldiers would pull away from him when they saw him fighting he depended on their discipline to fail yeah but these guys didn't know any better right? that's my alternate title yeah discipline to fail yeah that's really great that's a wicked coupling of words. I, lo- I love it. He depended on their discipline to fail. Even when he hadn't been a shard bearer, he'd counted on this, f- on his ferocity, his sheer momentum to win fights. Right. Yeah. But how can you, how can you get that momentum when your opponent shows no fear? Right. Like, I don't know. These, these Waldman, I, I've got a little, uh, I'm digging these. Yeah. You like <laughs> I'm these digging guys, digging this right? opponent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean. To cower away and pull back from the blackthorn. Mm -hmm. I mean, where's, where's the, where's the fight? There's no fight.
0: It makes me think a little bit of like, if you, if you mentioned Romans earlier, like these guys could be like barbarians living in the, like the Saxon. The barbarian. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like like these guys don't have any fear. They don't. Yeah. yeah. yeah, That that, that kind of stuff. Right. Mm. The thing I love here is the very first young Dalinar flashback when he gets all those uh, huge arrows stuck in his body. When he's uh yeah. when he's with the elites, that mm-hmm. chapter's called Momentum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I like I like that. He's still, after all these years, that mm-hmm. is one of his strengths as this momentum in battle, right? I wonder if this is a hint
1: of what's to come for Dalinar. Like you are going to encounter those that are not gonna back down. Right. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe that's part of what he needs to learn or think about turned out the momentum of one man, no matter how skilled or determined, amounted to little when running into a stone wall. And that stone wall are these men. Mm-hmm. They don't care. You can, be, you can be determined all you want, yep. but if they're not willing to move or budge at all, mm-hmm. you have a long and grueling battle ahead of, you, mm-hmm. ahead of you. The men before him didn't bend. They didn't panic. They didn't so much as quiver as he killed four of them. They struck at him with increased ferocity, and one, even laughed. Yeah. Dude, do you not? I I don't know. When I was reading this, I'm like, who
2: are who these are guys? these dudes? <laughs>
1: who are these dudes?
0: They're awesome. Like, <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, in a flash, his arm was chopped by an axe that he didn't even see, and then he was shoved over. By the rush of the attackers, Dalinar hit the ground, stunned, looking with disbelief at the stump of his left forearm. The pain seemed a disconnected thing, distant. Only a single pain sprain, like a hand made of sinew, appeared by his knees. That in and of itself is impressive. Yeah. (laughs) How can you not? Like, you're missing a part of your arm. Yeah. Dalinar felt a shattering... A humbling sense of his own mortality—was this what every v- veteran felt when he finally fell on the battlefield? This bizarre, surreal sense of both disbelief and long-buried resignation. Yeah, is this That's a really interesting question?
0: Yeah, is this how it felt?
1: <laughs> I don't know. It's—I it, I don't know. It's a really interesting question that I think only a soldier could probably
0: answer. I think so too. Right. Yeah, I, I, I have no experience what, with that stuff. Like, no. If we it's have anybody very... listening right now that is a, um, like a war vet and has some yeah. you know enlightened comments about this, let us know. Like, we, you know, could us, provide some really great perspective. Yeah, on it this would be great to to question. hear from you and find out what you th- like, what uh, what your experience is, because you know this this sounds like it could be brutal.
1: Dalinar set his jaw, and then used his good hand. To pull free the leather strap that he was using for a belt, holding one end in his teeth, he wrapped it around the stump of his arm <clears throat> right above the elbow. The cut wasn't bleeding too badly yet. It took a moment for a wound like this to bleed. Mm-hmm. The body constricted blood flow at first. Just the fact that he knows about all this. Yeah. He's so well-versed in battle. This is just, this is just nothing for him. Mm-hmm. This blow had gone clean through. He reminded himself that this wasn't his actual flesh exposed to the air, that it wasn't his own bone there, like the center ring of a hunk of pork. Uh, I'm going to say ew on that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) When I first read it, the hunk of pork pork arm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Pork arm with the bone in the center. Yeah. Yeah, My favorite image, but that's okay. (laughs) Um, thanks Mr. Sanderson. um, Why not heal yourself as you did in the vision with Finn? The Stormfather asks, you have Stormlight. It's cheating, Dalinar says with a grunt. Cheating, the Stormfather said. Why in damnation would that be cheating? You made no oath. (laughs) Dalinar smiled to hear a fragment of God cursing.
0: I love that too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. You can he
1: hear a fragment of God cursing. That's good. He wondered if the Stormfather was picking up bad habits from him.
0: Yeah. Another one of my little highlights. I think so. We've already the, talked about this and how some of the spren that bond people, they end up taking some of their personality. Exhibit.
1: Mimicry, ex- exhibition, yeah. slight transformation, becoming more like the host. Right. Yes.
0: Yeah. Like the like the Stormfather needs to be even more dour. <laughs>
1: Well, if that ends up being true, if the spren continue along that line, then we might get a Stormfather uh, Blackthorn.
0: Jeez Louise, that doesn't yeah. sound very great at all. No, it yeah. doesn't. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's, I hope that's not in store, but we'll see. Um, was picking up bad habits from <laughs> ignoring the pain as best as he could. Dalinar seized his axe in one hand and stumbled to his feet. Ahead of him, his squad of 12 fought desperately and poorly against the frantic enemy assault. Well, I guess so. If he's having trouble with these men that won't back down, imagine the
0: rest. Yeah. His unorganized troops that he's with. Yeah. Right. They'd
1: backed right to the edge of the cliff. With the towering rock formation all around, this place almost felt like a chasm, though it was considerably more open. Dalinar wavered and almost collapsed again. Just heal yourself, the Stormfather reminded him. I used to be able to shrug off things like this. Dalinar looked down at his missing arm. Well, perhaps nothing as bad as this. You're old,
0: the Stormfather said. <laughs> yeah, you're
2: <laughs> little, old. Little a little
1: ageism.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks. Thanks, Stormfather. That's not very uh, nice. You're old, so uh sit, sit back down. S- sit down, grandpa. <laughs> take, take a seat.
1: Yeah. Um uh you're old you you should have a cardigan on dalinar
0: yeah um, i'm getting a chill
1: <laughs> yeah maybe dalinar says but they made a mistake this is another one of my highlights yeah come yeah. on it's so great they made a mistake which is asks the stormfather they turned their backs on me
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. so
0: great <laughs> when you're reading that i mean come yeah. on. It, yeah. i've got the i've got the uh I don't know. It's a little, you know what it makes me think of? It's a little bit of that line Uh, from the Watchman, when he's like, I'm not trapped in here with you. You're trapped in here with me. Here with me. Yeah. Yeah. It's
1: a total Batman line.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's awesome. It is. It's just completely badass. (laughs) It's
1: awesome. I love it. They turn their backs on me and Dalinar charged again, wielding the ax in one hand. He dropped two of the enemy punching through to his men Down, he shouts to them. We can't fight them up here. Skid down the incline to that ledge below. We'll try to find a way to climb down from there. He jumped off the cliff, hit the incline in motion. It was a reckless maneuver, but storms, they'd never survive up above. He slid down the stone, staying on his feet as he approached the sheer drop into the valley. A final ledge of stone gave him a place to lurch to a stop. Other men slid down around him. He dropped his axe and seized one man, keeping him from falling all the way off the ledge to his doom, but he missed two others. Mm -hmm. In all, seven of the men managed to stop around him. Dalinar puffed out, feeling lightheaded again, and then looked down over the side of their current perch, at least fifty feet to the bottom. His fellows were a broken, ragged group of men, bloodied and afraid exhaustion spread shot up nearby like jets of dust above the wild men clustered around the edge looking down longingly like axe hounds contemplating the food on the master's table yeah burrow the description there didn't you love that it's awesome. the wild men like beasts, like looking over the edge at yeah. you as you're trying to get away yeah. like dude that was Perfect. Yeah, but it's great. Brilliant way to describe that. I just pictured it, you know, like I don't know, like a, a group of hyenas or something, like yeah. looking over the edge at you, trying to just coming after you For ceaselessly. Sure. Although I'm actually, it kind of fits with the hyena because one of them was laughing. So
0: <laughs> yeah, it's true. That's true. <laughs> Hopefully they're not the Lion King hyenas. Those guys were useless. <laughs> of course, I was, same brain. <laughs> no talking. <laughs> I'm thinking the same thing. Yeah, exactly.
2: Um
1: Uh, Storms, the man Dalinar had saved slumped down. Oh, hang on, did did I I skip that? No, no. Yeah, that's it. The man Dalinar had saved slumped down. Storms, they're dead, everyone's dead. He wrapped his arms around himself. Looking about him, Dalinar counted only one man besides himself who had kept his weapon. The tourniquet he'd made was letting blood seep out we win this war dalinar said others looked to him we win i've seen it our platoon is one of the last still fighting while we may yet fall the war itself is being won wow what Mm -hmm. a thing to say to the may on the battlefield imagine being on the receiving end of that even if it's just division it's just right above a figure joined the wild men a creature a good head taller than the others, with fearsome carapace armor of black and red. Its eyes glowed a deep crimson. Yes, Dalinar remembered that creature. In this vision before, he'd been left for dead up above. This figure had walked past, a monster from a nightmare. He'd assumed dredged from his subconscious, similar to the beings he fought on the Shattered Plains, but now he recognized the truth. That was a void bringer. But there had been no ever storm in the past. The storm father confirmed that. So where had those things come from? Back during this time. Right. What do you What do you think about that? Well, we, I, don't, I I didn't know what to say.
0: We get we get an answer later on. Storm father so gives us the right. answer. Oh, right. That's right. Okay. Right. Yeah, we have. Yeah, we've got to talk about that. Right. <laughs> okay. So Dalinar thinks that. Void bringers are made through the Everstorm because that's his only experience right. with it. Right. Stormfather's going to tell him later, actually the way that they're made, the things that make them are actually trapped in damnation until the oath pack is broken or weakened right. enough to open the floodgates. And that's how a new desolation starts every time because the will, the willpower of these heralds, the heralds suffering, the weakens. torture only lasts right. so long. hmm Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So yeah, it's 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 interesting that like, you know, we have Dalinar's perspective and then we get the truth of what's really going on. Right. But this Everstorm, like we've been told, is something completely new. We'll get to that later mm-hmm. though, whenever we talk about the Everstorm and, and what right. that means for the, the Voidbringers. Um, okay. Form up, says Dalinar. Get
1: ready. Two of the men listened scrambling over to him. Honestly, two out of seven was more than he'd expected. The cliff face shook, as if something huge had struck it, and then the stones nearby rippled. Dalinar blinked. Was the blood loss causing his vision to waver? The stone face seemed to shimmer, and undulate like the surface of a pond that had been disturbed. This is a crazy power. Mm-hmm. Someone grabbed the rim of their ledge from from below. A figure resplendent in shard plate, each piece visibly glowing an amber color at its edges, despite the daylight, hauled itself—sorry, hauled itself onto their ledge. The imposing figure stood even larger than other men wearing shard plate. Flee, the shard bearer commanded. Get your men to the to the healers. How? Dalinar asks the cliff. Dalinar started. The cliff had handholds now. Yeah. Right. Because we've seen that, right? When they dig their hands in and climb up. Right. but So
0: he's left. Th- this guy, I think he does something to the actual, the stone face of the cliff seemed to shimmer and undulate like the surface of a pond that had been disturbed. This right. guy didn't just create handholds by pushing his hands in. He made it happen through a surge. A surge. Yeah. yeah.
1: But I imagine it like, like a rippling effect. Right. It's like putting, he's, yeah, 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 yeah. It's really, really cool. Um, still reminds me of, uh, of powers that are exhibited in the matrix.
0: Yeah. There's, there's a little bit of but, that. Yeah. This is the, like, this changing. makes me think of, uh, of the, the last airbender. Yeah. Right. You know? Yeah. It's like Toph <laughs> just so showed excited. up. Toph just showed up and did some bending. Oh, Toph. Don't you love that? <laughs> yeah, she's so
2: fucking awesome. What a great series. Yeah. She's so great. Yeah,
0: she's awesome.
1: Um, Yeah, we should, we should talk about that series. Um, the cliff had handholds now. Yeah, it has. It, <laughs> it does have handholds now. The Shardbearer pressed his hand against the incline leading up toward the Voidbringer. And again, the stones seemed to writhe. Steps formed in the rock as if it were made of wax that could flow and be shaped. The Shardbearer extended his hand to the side and a massive glowing hammer appeared there and he charged upward toward the Voidbringer. Dalinar felt the rock, which was firm to his touch. He shook his head, then ushered his men to start climbing back down. The last one looked at the stump on his arm. How are you going to follow, Malad? My Malad. My oh, like he's sick. We, we get a name. <laughs> Malad. <My> <laughs> Malad. I'll manage Dalinar says go the man left Dalinar was growing more and more fuzzy headed finally he relented and drew in some stormlight and his arm regrew first the the cut healed then the flesh expanded outward like a like a budding plant in moments he wriggled his fingers awed he'd shrugged off a lost arm like a stubbed toe the stormlight cleared his head and he took a deep refreshed breath mm-hmm. The sounds of fighting came from above, but even craning his neck he couldn't see much, though a body did roll down the incline and then slip off the edge. Those are humans, Dalinar says. Obviously. I never put it together before, Dalinar says. There were men who fought for the broidbringers? Some. Is there re- I'm guessing this is a storm father still responding yep. to him? Mm-hmm. And that shard bear I saw was a herald? No merely a stone ward.
0: You, you've heard this word before, but this is the first time other than in a, an epigraph in uh, words of radiance where they went through and talked about all the different r- orders. This is the first mm. time where it's like one of the characters that are really kind of hearing this word too. Is referred to as, as a stone, such, stone yeah. word. Yeah. That
1: surge that changed the stone is the other. You may learn though. It may serve you differently. Huh? Oh, it may serve Dalinar.
0: yeah yeah so he has so that this, would be he has the the surge that what this guy just used on the stone right so he's got that and he's got probably adhesion of Adhesian, binding, because of binding because of bondsmith like, yeah, yeah. mhm
2: hmm.
1: interesting right and we don't know we don't know the name of this one yet um
2: this surge It's more than likely did. um it doesn't I don't say think it it's there m- no
1: it may not i didn't think that we got it in this chapter but
0: no i uh yeah no mm. we don't we don't know what it is and not in this chapter anyways anyways
1: such a contrast the regular soldiers looked so primitive but that surge binder with a shake of his head dalinar climbed down using the handholds in the rock face dalinar spotted his fellows joining a large group of soldiers farther down the canyon Shouts and whoops of, of joy echoed against the walls from that direction. It was as he, sorry, it was as he vaguely remembered the war had been won. Only pockets of the enemy still resisted. The larger bulk of the army was starting to celebrate. So it's it's funny that, you know, the war is won, but there's these pockets of violence mm-hmm. that still, that's still happening. That's, yeah, we've probably seen a little bit of that represented in some films from World War I and Two For sure. Um, it's, it's kind of a disappointing, it makes it seem more tragic yeah. when others are celebrating and yet there's still.
0: Well, it's like those stories you hear from some of the soldiers in the, in the Pacific who were on yeah. these islands, like, you know, years and years and years later thinking the war was right. still on, right? Right. Sometimes 10, 15, 20 years later and they thought the war was still uh, going on. Yeah. I don't know if that's, those, those numbers are accurate, but I have heard those stories before. No,
1: I think, I think there is a story about that. Mm-hmm. It would be be interesting to find out. Um, The war had been won. Yeah, the army was starting to celebrate. All right, Dalinar says, bring in Navani and Yasna." He eventually planned to show this vision to the young emperor of Azir, but first he wanted to prepare. Put them somewhere close to me, please. Let them keep their own clothing. Nearby, two men stopped in place. A mist of glowing stormlight obscured their forms, and when the mist faded, Nivani and Yazna stood there wearing havas. Interesting. Two men stopped in place.
0: Yeah, the two soldiers were like, and then they got taken over by. Yeah, Nivani and Yazna by
1: Nivani and Yazna. Dalinar jogged over to them. Welcome to my madness, ladies. Interesting choice of words. My madness, and there's this, the madman, right? Mm-hmm. taln right? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Connective tissue.
0: St- stone sinew. No, but do you think? I Maybe mean, there's something, there's something I mean, there's there. definitely some th- thematic stuff there for sure. Because mm-hmm. He says like right here, I think that once they're in there, there's a part of him that finally lets go. The fact that this is all real. He knew he was having visions, but now mm-hmm. having someone he knows and cares about in it and seeing it, it just, right. it's that last sigh of, yeah, yeah. it's true. It's all I'm real. I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy.
1: Dude, that's another one of my highlights. is just too. Talking to Yasna about that. Yeah, it's I been really great. It's coming up.
0: I don't want to like derail here, but I yeah. absolutely love the relationship between Dalinar and Yasna. I too. love it, man. I think it's it's amazing. very respectful. Yeah, it's really. Uh, I don't know. There's something about it. But as we've hinted, I think, or did we put, or is that a, one of my theories been put to rest? Uh, well, I don't know. You, about, you're still a little bit hanging his... on that maybe Dalinar is the dad, but. I, yeah. uh, I, I mean, there's no real evidence other than you saying it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know okay. what I mean? <laughs> I don't know. Are you sure? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. But I mean, okay. but it's a really cool theory. It is cool. Yeah. And it hasn't it been makes proven wrong. a lot of wrong. sense, right? It hasn't, like there's no evidence for it, but it also hasn't been proven no. wrong. So, I mean, you can keep thinking it if you want.
1: I support well, it. It. Just, it makes, it makes a lot of sense with, you know, the, the guilt, the bridge feels with about Gavilar. You know, he was in love with Navani. Like, how do you just keep suppressing that over and over it, and over?
0: The the, the one thing like, I would say is that never, so so far, anyways, in what we've mm-hmm. read, Dalinar has never mentioned oh that one night or no, no, you know I, what I mean, know, I know. Though Dalinar was drunk a lot of the time for a period of time, but that was after yeah. Evie had uh, had passed and um yeah yasna uh, was already born so he would remember having had sex with navani yeah and yeah it's never mentioned yeah. but well, you unless never it's part know. of the, you never know but what
1: if it's what if it's part of the whole oubliette thing like i i don't remember this part of my life or that's that's possible
0: i i'm i'm very i'm definitely um down with you believing it i'm i'm so i'm, I'm into it i think it's a really cool theory all right
1: Navani turned about, craning her neck to stare up at the tops of the castle-like rock formations. She glanced uh, toward a group of soldiers who limped past, one man helping his wounded companion and calling for regrowth. Storms, Navani whispered. It feels so real. I did warn you, Dalinar says. Hopefully you don't look too ridiculous back in the rooms. Though he had become familiar enough with the visions that his body no longer acted out what he was doing in them, that wouldn't be so for Yasna or Navani or any of the monarchs he brought in.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That's interesting. So when they first bring them in, in they're wherever doing, they are experiencing yeah. this, they're like doing things yeah. that's, uh, that's, in a way, it's kind of comical. But. Yeah. Um, What is that woman doing? Yasna asks, curious. A younger woman met the limping men. A radiant? She had the look about her, though she wasn't armored. Ah, no plate. Mm-hmm. Right. It was more her air of confidence, the way she settled them down and took something glowing from the pouch at her belt.
2: What was glowing?
0: Well, he says, I remember this. It's one of those devices I mentioned from another vision. Right.
1: The ones that provide regrowth, as they call it, healing. Navani's eyes widened and she beamed like a child who had been given a plate full of sweets for middlefest. She gave Dalinar a quick hug and then hurried over to watch. She stepped right up to the side of the group, then waved impatiently for the radiant to continue. Yasna turned to look around the canyon. I know of no place in our time of this description, uncle. This seems like the stormlands for those formations. Maybe it's lost somewhere in the unclaimed hills. That, or it's been a long, so long, the rock formations have weathered away completely. She narrowed her eyes at a group of people who came through the canyon carrying water to the soldiers. Last time Dalinar had stumbled down into the canyon just in time to meet them and get a drink. You're needed above, one had told him, pointing up the shallow slope along the side of the canyon, opposite where he had been fighting. That clothing, Yasna said softly, those weapons. Dalinar says, we've gone back to ancient times. Mm-hmm. Yes, Uncle. But didn't you tell me this vision comes at the end of the Desolations? From what I remember of it, yes. So the vision with the Midnight Essence happened before this? Chronologically? Yet you saw steel, or at least iron, in that one. Remember the poker? Mm-hmm. I'm not likely to forget. He rubbed his chin. Iron and steel then, but men wielding crude weapons here of copper and bronze, as if they didn't know how to soul cast iron, or at least not how to forge it properly, despite it being a later date. Huh, that is odd. Okay, let's stop here. Okay, well, let's talk about it. So, what do you think, I mean, so my mind just raced with, you know... Is it that the technology disappears as well after the desolations, after all of the destruction and that that's what's happening? We're losing technology, we're lo- losing ability, we're losing records mm-hmm. and that's what happens. So you yep. have to.
0: Start over know, again. Yeah.
1: Re- relearn everything. Is it just as, simply as, th- as simple as that? Yep. Or are we dealing with mixed times?
0: I, th- I think that it, the, the, da- um, the Dalinar, <laughs> the Stormfather the, explains the it Delinar. later. He says that most desolations happened between, between desolations was like a hundred years, but the Mm. last two desolations happened only a year apart. So let's think of it this way. People are living a normal life and then a desolation happens and everything's destroyed. Right. The, the, the uh, heralds go back to damnation, seal Mm -hmm. the spren up. That are the fused, the ones that will make void bringers. They get sealed right. back up in damnation, and then those people start over. And they start over right. for, let's say, 20 years. Okay. And they start and to rediscover desolation. being able to cast bronze and then this and then that and being able to do they this. discover their that. world. Right. Sure. And then another desolation hits,
1: knocking them back again. Right.
0: So, how much you know, how much progress can really happen in a hundred years when you have to start from nothing. Mm -hmm. Right. So end of desolation, you start from nothing. A hundred years goes Mm -hmm. by another desolation hits. You start from nothing now. Right. Right. And then if the last two desolations happened a year apart, these people they're experiencing haven't had Mm -hmm. a lot of time to figure out what to do. Mm -hmm. any technological advances they had in equipment or society or any of that stuff would have been eradicated. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: And without great, uh, great, uh, Veristatelian gals like, uh, like Jasnah around to create perfect records that could withstand a desolation. Right. Or survive these horrific events. Mm hmm. That's the key to passing things on.
0: We it? we remember in one of the visions that Dalinar had in uh, book two, maybe it is, in Words of Radiance that, or maybe it's the end of book one, it doesn't really matter where, um, Dalinar and Nohadon are talking and Nohadon talks about one mm. of the, um, the unmade, completely destroying their records rooms like they're building with all their scrolls right. and books right
1: so it's not just Wait, about specifically targeting it
0: yeah oh, so it's not just about else. yeah it's like making sure that you can't start over so that the next time we come back you might beat us this time but you are going to be fucking horrible the next time oh weaker yeah yeah very right. tactical right so now yeah, I, I'm, yeah. I don't have anything that supports that, what I just hmm. said, but it is no, in the book that that happened. Yeah. Right. And Noah Don said, you know, the, this unmade attacked our, um, our, records. Uh, our records yeah. room and all of our, our all right. of our stuff. So none of no, that stuff's going to last. Be- right. That would be
1: of great utility in terms of weakening. Right.
0: Right. So if you don't have any of that stuff to go on, one of the things they said, one of the last books that do exist from previous times is The Way of Kings, which is why it's such an important book. Right. So anyways, there's, um, yeah, it's, the the reason for (laughs) it is because of the total desolation of society and then having to start over again. So these people were able to get to the Bronze Age before another desolation hit.
2: Whereas when they were
0: in, when Dalinar was in the one with the Midnight Essences, those people had evolved into a society that could do iron or steel, and then a desolation hit then. And then
1: a desolation happened, and then it became back to bronze. Right. Right. Right.
0: And then after that desolation hit, they would have had to start over, right? So yeah. Wow. So there's there's a real weird... Tricky explanation for why. Yeah. Like and it makes sense why Yasna's happened. like asking. She's like, it doesn't really make sense. And they never quite get to television. They they never do. They get Not to quite. they get to radio dramas, but then a desolation hits. <laughs> radio
1: dramas? The adventures of Sherlock Holmes? Yeah. They were Holmes, just about then, to get then...
0: talkies. <laughs> they had silent films, but they were talkies. just about the first talkies were made, like we're getting made yep. and then desolation. Desolation. Crystal radio kits. Oh, too much. Done. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, uh, that's old school. That's yeah. that's cool. The, the the only thing I can think of that we could maybe relate this to uh, in other you know sort of popular fiction or, or concepts if you will is Atlantis mm-hmm. um, and other civilizations that many believe have already been wiped out here. Right? Isn't there been a recent discovery that they think there's some underwater? Civilization that they think was lost and swept away. I mean, this, this, it isn't Atlantis, um, but it sort of alludes to that.
0: Yeah. There's, um, there's some, or- uh, there there are some uh, archaeologists out there that are, you know, looking under into, that, into the yeah. sea and, and they're finding like structures built there. And mm-hmm. this all has to do with obviously like the, you know, this isn't a history or archaeology No, podcast, no, no. But, and and I, <laughs> I can't speak about though, that. Though stuff, I but, yeah. am interested in it's it because I did take Anthro yeah. on university. But um, but yeah, there's there's all kinds of that stuff that, you know, uh, yeah. um, Ice Age, you know, all that kind of stuff. So.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay,
0: so that is odd.
1: This is confirmation of what we've been told, but which I could never quite believe. The desolations were so terrible, they destroyed learning and progress and left behind a broken people. there's the title. And there's the title. Mm -hmm. The orders of radiance were supposed to stop that, Dalinar said. I learned it in another vision. Mm -hmm. Yes, I I read that one. All of them, actually. Of course she read it. Of course
0: of them. she did. Oh, Jasnah. Yeah,
1: she's the best. Although there is that still that conundrum with the lesson. No,
0: oh, don't bring it up. Let's go.
1: Okay. Let's go. <laughs> she looked to him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Shut up, Jack. Stop talking about. It. She looked to him then then smiled. Yeah, ex- exactly. She looked at him and smiled. Yeah, like, it's, you know,
0: I like this. Yeah, me too, dude. It's really great. There's some respect there and definitely some love there, right? Right. Yeah.
1: People were always surprised to see emotion from Yasna, but Dalinar considered that unfair. She did smile. She merely reserved the expression for when it was most genuine. Thank you, uncle, she said. You have given the world a grand gift. A man can be brave in facing down a hundred enemies, but coming into these and recording them rather than hiding them was bravery on an entirely different level.
0: I agree. I love this part of this chapter. Like there's some awesome yeah. revelations later, but this conversation between Yazdan and Dalinar here, when she talks about, um, you know, it, am I, he's like, but I'm a heretic. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm right. committing treason. Oh, I, I love this Don't stuff. Don't
1: let that define. Oh, dude. Yeah. That's yeah, the highlight it's for sure. Me too. It's sure. just awesome. It was mere stubbornness. I refused to believe that I was mad. And again, that's also awesome from him. Yeah. I'm not going. I'm not going to accept this. Everyone else is telling me what I am, mm-hmm. dude. It's such an important. It's a good lesson. lesson. I mean,
0: it's so. How good. many? I'm sorry, but let's just gush for a minute here about Sanderson. Mm. He yeah. he has <laughs> so many great lessons in here for people to take into their own lives. You know, journey before yeah. destination obviously is like one of the yeah. one of the main of ones, but stuff like this. Don't let people tell you what you're not yeah it's huge bro it's so the, the value of broken people yeah it's so come good on, man dude it's so good pancakes come on dude <laughs> Pan- <laughs> i miss Lyft, Gar- bro i miss gardeners. her so much
1: I, 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 uh, yeah yeah i want Lyft so bad too, i want her bro. on the team kitty pride let's go yeah she's awesome mm-hmm okay um it was mere stubbornness, I refused to believe that I was mad, and i I, I just loved Eleanor for that,, mm-hmm. for not backing down. yep, then I bless your stubbornness, Uncle, hmm, I bless your stubbornness, yeah, interesting choice of words. I'm worried about you though, Uncle. what people are saying? you mean my heresy? I'm less worried about the heresy itself and more about how you're dealing with the backlash. Ahead of them, Navani had somehow bullied the Radiant into letting her look at the fabrile. Yeah. The day was stretching toward the afternoon and the canyon uh, falling into shadow, but this vision was a long one and he was content to wait upon Navani. He settled down on a rock. I don't deny God, Yasna he says. I simply believe that the being that we call the Almighty was never actually God. Which is the wise decision to make, considering the accounts of your visions? Yasna settled down beside him. You must be happy to hear me say that, he said. I'm happy to have someone to talk to, and I'm certainly happy to see you on a journey of discovery. But am I happy to see you in pain? Am I happy to see you forced to abandon something you held dear? She shook her head. I don't mind people believing what works for them, uncle. That's something nobody ever seems to understand. I have no stake in their beliefs. I don't need company to be confident.
0: I love this dude.
1: I don't need company to be confident. I
0: love that so much. And I love that she says too. Like yeah. that's something nobody ever seems to understand about her. I have no right. stake in their no beliefs. Stake. Right. What she believes for herself has nothing to mm-hmm. do with, with you right. and your beliefs
1: dude i also love the use of the, of the language too i have no stake in their beliefs yeah. meaning i have nothing vested in
0: them She like has I have nothing, nothing... G- to gain to, uh, to try al- to tear them down at all like there's right but also no stake right in it like as if
1: you're putting like, to death like a vampire or yeah. something like that like, yeah. i'm not trying to destroy your right. religion right i've got no stake in it yeah i'm co- I, I don't, I don't know, need dude. company just... to be
0: confident That is a brilliant expression. (laughs) And you know what's, you know uh, what astounds me sometimes is how well, how well Jasnah as an atheist um, is written from a man who is very devoutly religious. Very devout. You know, and, and and I, I respect the fact fuck out of him how well yes. he writes Yasna's uh, atheism mm-hmm. being an atheist myself I I just yeah. I, I I feel like he gets me it's like the zombie land when she's like you know uh, Bill uh, Bill Murray just gets me like I feel like Z- yeah. Sanderson gets me as an atheist <laughs> gets like, me yeah
1: I don't need company to be confident you know it's, it's, it speaks to um, you know facts don't care about your feelings no it's true I don't need company to be confident mm-hmm. doesn't matter what's true is true mm-hmm how do you suffer it, Yasna? Dalinar said. The things people say about you? I see the lies in their eyes before they speak. Or they will or they will tell me with utter sincerity things I have reportedly said, even though I deny them. They refuse my own word against the rumors about me. Yasna stared out across the canyon. More men were gathering at the other end, a weak, beleaguered group who were only now discovering they were the victors in this contest. A large column of smoke rose in the distance, though he couldn't see the source. I wish I had answers, uncle, Yasna said softly. Fighting makes you strong, but also callous. I worry I have learned too much of the latter and not enough of the former. But I can give you a warning. He looked toward her, raising his eyebrows. They will try, Yasna said, to define you by something you are not. Don't let them. I can be a scholar, a woman, a historian, and a radiant. People will still try to classify me by the thing that makes me an outsider. They want, ironically, the thing I don't do or believe to be the prime marker of my identity. I have always rejected that and will continue to do so.
0: Dude, I know, right? Come on, man. How amazing is yes? It's so awesome, dude. I know. Cheese, Louise, man. I
1: know. She reached over and put her free hand on his arm. You are not a heretic, Dalinar Colon. You are a king, a radiant, and a father. You are a man with complicated beliefs who does not accept everything you are told. You decide how you are defined. Don't surrender that to them. They will gleefully take the chance to define you if you allow it. Dude, I was like, it's, I can't even. Like I'm just shaking my it. head silently over here. I know,
0: here, like, it, I, its amazing. You know, this book it's was This, really this book great. came out in t- 2017. Maybe he wrote it in two, 2016. T- took a yeah. year for it to publish, but this sure. statement she says here is mm-hmm. and I, we don't talk about you know um, you know the culture war that's happening in the world and politics and we don't talk it's about so that stuff. relevant, eh? but I do want to say something. I just want to say that this exemplifies exactly what the problems our society is having right now. They will try to define you by something you are not. I am a scholar, a woman, a historian, a radiant. People will still try to classify me by the thing that makes me an outsider. That one little part of her is what they are going to hone in on as opposed to seeing all the other things that are her. Right. 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 And they'll find the one thing that makes her an
1: outsider. Right. And, and that becomes, how did she word it? The prime.
0: The prime marker of my identity.
1: The The prime marker. Yeah. Right. It's really astute. It's just, it's getting right to the point of how people operate. Yeah. Or how many of us operate. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's not to say, you know, but there, this is, it's perfectly said. It's perfectly put.
1: And I love that she got to say it to him. And you know what? This perspective, this wisdom. Okay. I think really speaks to the reader. And what it not only did I think about exactly what you're saying about life in general Mm -hmm. and and how it applies to what's happening with all of us, yeah, but also it made me fall in love with Dalinar Colon more as he is, right, as a broken man, as a a broken people, a broken man with his failed past, with the Blackthorn, the Blackthorn. It, it, it has always troubled me. How do you do it in fiction? How do you take a mass murderer and turn him into something
2: that is honorable? Right. How can it be done? And it is being done. Yeah. It's amazing. I, uh, it really is. Like,
1: yeah. I, I don't know what to say. I mean, if there is a great fall to Dalinar Colon, that's really going to hurt. Right. Because as of right now, it's renewed my faith in this person. Mm-hmm.
0: It really you know, makes even, you, th- this statement by Jasnah really makes me want to reconsider some of the things I think about things. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. When I'm like, yeah. oh, this person is just this. Just this, right? But they're not just. That. I know. No one's just one thing, right? And I, you know, I do the thing that I don't even like. Do you know what I mean? Like subconsciously, right. I do it. And I know. And I know, dude. Dude, it's, it's gonna crazy. it's gonna sound really fucked up, and I don't want to get like emotional. You know the stuff that I'm referring to when I talk about of course, this. You of know course exactly I'm... what's going Bro, on with my family and everything. Going... Yeah, yeah, and we're going through it. it th- this kind of statement makes me want to be better. You know, yeah, it makes me want to, to look at the things that I, that are, that are happening in, in my life and the, um, and try to be a better person. And right. I didn't ex- expect the, 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 the emotional side of it, Yazna. but it's, right. I mean, it's yeah. incredible, dude. It's incredible. It's my highlight for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay, so um just a heads up here everyone, um we had to break our recording. I had to go pick up the kids uh from school. So this episode was recorded in two different halves. Um It was also probably a really good time to uh to break because I got a little emotional there talking about that yeah that awesome Yasna quote. Um but mm-hmm. in the couple of days that have passed since we broke recording that um, that now infamous Wired um, article came out about uh, Sanderson, and I just wanted to quickly just address it here before we continue uh, covering this chapter. I know this is kind of a weird impromptu thing, but... Um Sanderson has asked us as fans to not go after the author. We're n- we don't plan on doing that. Jack and I are, 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 do not plan on, on doing that. We respect his wishes. And I don't think Jack and I are really the kind of people that go after, after, after people for no reason, like some San Francisco uh, <laughs> authors are. Um,
1: I'll, I'll make no
0: promises. I'm okay. <laughs> uh, but I just wanted to just bring it up just quickly here to show that when, um, when we were last recording, um, I connected to this material so strongly that I, uh, you know, I started getting choked up and if we hadn't stopped recording, I probably would have full on been crying about some stuff that I related to my life that is literally in the text. And we know if you've been a longtime listener of the show, you know, that this has happened to Jack too. Um, there's a story that Hoyd told Shalon about men who are talking about beauty. And the result is that Shalon says that, You know, sometimes beauty is the days that you suffer less and Jack can really relate to that and he got emotional. And so I bring up these examples because, you know, this hit piece, uh, in Wired, um, is telling us or supposedly telling us that he's lame and that he, you know, he's not a very good author. Um, I mean, us getting emotional over the text is I think proof enough how, you know, how connected people get to these novels, to any novels and, um, you know, uh, reading and the enjoyment of, uh, uh, of books and art and stuff is very subjective. So this guy, mind you, who the guy, uh, this guy who read 17 Sanderson novels and also yeah. so went, went after him, um, maybe doesn't like this author enough <laughs> to read 18. Um, but uh, the, yeah, exactly. But, um, I guess my point here is that, um, the proof is literally in this episode that people do get connected to this material. And, um, no matter what anyone else says, um, I, I love this author. We support Sanderson and, um, keep making, uh, characters and keep making quotes like that, that will stir up the bowels of our feelings because, um, we love it. So anyways, that's all I have to say about that.
2: (laughs) Okay. You ready to go?
0: Um, we are back.
1: We are ready to go. Okay. Um, let's continue with with Yasna here from yeah. that brilliant uh, bit of advice that she's giving Dalinar. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so she says, so Dalinar nods slowly and Yasna says, regardless, this is probably not the best occasion for such a conversation. I realize we can replay this vision at will, but the number of storms in which we can do it will be limited. I should be exploring.
0: Hmm. So practical, eh?" La-
1: yeah, so exactly. Last time I went that way, Dalinar says, pointing up the slope. I'd like to see what I saw again. Excellent. We'd best split to cover more ground. Okay. Splitting? Yeah. Really? Yasna?
0: Split the party? Yeah, Come don't on. split the party. It's pretty <laughs> safe on. though. This is a pretty safe
2: place.
1: Yeah, well, okay. I will go in the other direction. Then we can meet afterward and compare notes. She took off down the slope toward the largest gathering of men. Mm-hmm. Dalina stood up and stretched, his earlier exertions still weighing on him. A short time later, Navani returns, mumbling explanations of what she'd seen under her breath.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Teshav sat with her in the waking world, and Kalami with Yasna, recording what they said. The only way to take notes in one of these visions. Navani took uh, his arm in hers and looked after Yasna, a fond smile on her lips. No, none would think that Yasna. Sorry, none would think Yasna emotionless if they'd witnessed that tearful reunion between mother and daughter.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Which we didn't witness. It was off page. <coughs> it was off right. page. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's kind of in... nice that, you know, it's almost like Sanderson gave them privacy. Right. You know what I mean? By not exactly. By not I was showing just thinking it. the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, ca- it's kind of nice.
1: It's so great. How did you ever mother that one? <laughs> Dalinar asks. Mostly without letting her realize she was being mothered. <laughs> so that's, that's good. Yeah. The best way to treat Yasna is, yeah, not to let her think that she's being mothered. In right. Any way. Navani has that's to great. play
0: political games with her <clears> own daughter. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Right. Well, how do you avoid the whole mother-daughter right. You know, dynamic. thing? Right, dynamic. Don't let her know that it not, is one. there is one. By yeah. not being a mother, yeah, by, yeah.
1: by avoiding it. Um, <clears throat> she pulled him close. That fabril is wonderful, Dalinar. It's like a soulcaster. In what way, he asks. In that I have no idea how it works. <laughs> I think something is wrong with the way we've been viewing the ancient fabrils. He looks to her and she shook her head. I can't explain yet avani he prodded no she said stubbornly i need to present my ideas to the scholars see if what i'm thinking even makes sense and then prepare a, a report that's the short of it Alan Arcolin, so be patient i probably won't understand half of what you're saying anyway he grumbles. Yeah, that's funny. yeah that's good yeah <clears throat> he didn't immediately start them up in the direction he'd gone before last time he'd been prompted by someone in the vision He'd acted differently this time. Would the same prompting still come, he wondered. He had to wait only a short time until an officer came running up to them. Mm-hmm. So this prompting, it's kind of an interesting thing. Like, let, let, let's wait for a new variable. Oh, yeah.
2: here it is. What is the new variable? Here comes right. the officer. Yeah. Right.
1: You there, the man says, My lad Sanzent, isn't that your name? You're promoted to sergeant. Head to base camp three. He pointed up the incline, up over the knob there, down the other side. Hop, hop to it. He spared a frown for Nirvani. To his eyes, the two of them didn't belong standing in such a familial pose, but then
0: charged off without another word. Yeah, because they're standing as husband and wife right now, but they're yeah. probably just two soldiers. Yeah. Like holding hands or something. I love, I love the way that this <laughs> yeah, plays. Yeah. It's really great.
1: Yeah. Dalinar smiles. What? Nivani says. Well, these are set experiences that honor wanted me to have, though there's freedom in them. I suspect that the same information will be conveyed no matter what I do. So, do you want to disobey? Dalinar shook his head. There are some things I need to see again. Now that I understand this vision is accurate, I know better questions to ask. Mm -hmm. They started up the incline of smooth rock, walking arm in arm. Dalinar felt unexpected emotions start to churn within him, partially due to Jasnah's words.
0: Yeah. Dalinar's feeling it (laughs) too. We get it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We're right there with you, bro.
1: But this was something deeper, a welling of gratitude, relief, and even
0: love. I love that. It's so Mm -hmm. great. He, gratitude it, relief and it's love. like he's he's this undestructible force this like mm-hmm. you know general of mayhem and Yasna showed him the one the person in this series who has shown the least amount of emotion has comforted him you know it's just it's so great yeah it's like these two stones it's like that scene in Everywhere Everything Everywhere all at once these two stones <laughs>
1: sitting and having a tender moment with you know the googly I mean? eyes yeah Um, Dalinar, Navani asks, are you, are you well? I'm just thinking, he says, trying to keep his voice even. Blood of my father's, it's been nearly half a year, hasn't it? Since all this started. All that time, I came to these alone. It's just good to share the burden, that's all, Navani. To be able to show this to you, and to know for once, absolutely and certainly, that what I'm seeing isn't merely in my own mind
0: this is what we talked about at the beginning of the episode that like so good he even though he knew he was right right because they were able to corroborate stuff with the dawn chant and all that stuff this feels even more satisfying because now we can have people see it with their eyes and be like see i'm not lying i'm not crazy i'm not mad
1: right well because you end up start believing the bad press right yeah you know, like, like if you have enough people around you reinforcing this idea, you're you're crazy, you're crazy, mm-hmm. you're the Blackthorn, you're the Blackthorn, and yeah. you're crazy.
0: Yeah. And, and <laughs> like, don't forget the crazy, yeah.
1: Yeah, don't forget the crazy. So you end up just believing it. Mm-hmm. So I love that he gets to share this burden. Yeah, that's great. It's a great relief for this character. Mm-hmm. Um, she pulls him close again, walking with her head on his shoulder. Oh, this is very affectionate and yeah. touching. Yeah. Far more affection in public than a lefty propriety would sanction. But hadn't they thrown that out the window long ago? Besides, there was nobody to see. Nobody real, anyway. Or so they thought. Mm-hmm. They crested the slope and then passed several blackened
2: patches. What could burn rock like that? What do you think? Mm. Burning the rock.
0: It's, um, it's an ancient battle with ancient powers that we are not all privy to yet. There are many different kinds of surges that we don't know anything about. There's all kinds of stuff that the enemy, the fused and the void bringers can do that we don't know about yet either. So wait a second. Are they alluding to like, uh,
1: I don't know, like more modern technologies? I don't know. Well, we discussed about the, the previous civilizations like like in between desolations mm-hmm. losing entire records yeah. and histories and these people here well, it,
0: the people that they were just fighting the barbarian the barbaric types versus the shin were all bronze age type people so this these civilizations right, didn't have higher technologies but we don't know the capabilities of the void bringers or the knights order like the knights mm-hmm. radiance at the time either we don't really know there's there's so much they can do that we don't we're not aware of yet
1: yeah <laughs> It's just my my Star Wars brain is going off again. It could is be that a lightsaber? Little uh, well, just carbon scoring or like like a laser blast or something right. like that, you know. Um, but burning rock. Uh, sorry, I was going to go back to the text for a second. What could burn the rock that way? Sanderson wouldn't put that in there unless it was something. That's a little seed for mm-hmm. sure. Um. Sorry, I lost my place because I was thinking about that. Pull them close again burn the rock like that other sections looked like they'd been broken by an impossible weight oh like crushed
2: mhm
1: underfoot that's interesting while yet others had strangely shaped holes
2: ripped in them mhm Hmm. i like how you like read
0: like a phrase or a sentence and then look up at the camera and go. Hmm. I do. You're like at waiting
1: at you for my I'm reaction. Your, well, I'm
2: like, <laughs> <It's laughs> I'm really trying
1: to see if you'll tell me anything, but it's hard behind. It's the like post. I'm being all interrogated. Well, all I see is your beard. I'm trying to look behind your beard. <laughs> Give me a clue here. Yeah. Would you, would you shave, damn it? I almost did. <laughs> you almost did. Okay. Yeah. Um, Navani stopped them beside a particular formation only knee-high, where the rock rippled in a strange little symmetrical pattern. It looked like liquid, frozen Mm mid-flow. What? The rock looks like liquid?
0: It looks like it was frozen. It had become liquid, but had been frozen in mid, like mid Movement or... Mid-flow, yeah.
1: Mid-flow. Cries of pain echoed through these canyons and across the open plain of rock. Looking out over the ridge, Dalinar found the main battlefield. Stretching into the distance were corpses, thousands of them, and some in piles. Others slaughtered in heaps while pressed against walls of stone. Stormfather, Dalinar says. This is what I told Yasna. it was, isn't it? A Hariatim Or, th- I think I said that wrong. A
0: harayatayim? Uh, Ahari-tiam. ahari Hmm. The last desolation. There you go. That
1: is what it was called. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's avoid that altogether by yeah, not yeah, saying it. Yeah. Well, I was saying it Ahari-tiam, but I don't know if that's right. ahari Yeah, ahari I think. Ahari-tiam. Um, that is what it was called. Include Navani in your responses, Dalinar requested. Again, you make demands of me. You should not do this, the Stormfather says. Right. Whoa. Little uh, responsive there from, right. from the Stormfather. But, you that should response, not do this.
0: but that response was to Navani as well. <laughs> so he did it right. anyways. You should not. Okay, fine.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'll do yeah, it. Yeah, we talked about that earlier. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Delanor says, this isn't how songs and paintings depict the final defeat of the Voidbringers. In them it's always some grand conflict with tremendous monsters clashing against brave lines of soldiers. Men lie in their poetry. Surely you know this. It just seems so like any other battlefield. And that rock behind you? Delanor turns toward it and then gasps, realizing something he'd mistaken for a boulder was actually a giant skeletal face a mound of rubble they'd passed was actually one of those things he'd seen in a different vision a stone monster that ripped its way out of the ground
0: do you remember what uh what it was called last time we encountered one Oh, they were no, fighting in the pure lake. They were fighting in the pure lake where the water's pier up to lake, your knees. Yeah. And then yeah. one came out of the ground from the, the lake and then the soldiers right. started calling thunderclast.
1: Thunderclast. That's it. That's right. it. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. And so he's seeing
0: a, a body. He's seeing a one. dead one laying there in front of which they wow. thought was just boulders. It's actually a just big stone. rock monster. <laughs>
1: that's pretty cool. Yeah. A
0: thunderclast.
1: Okay. Um right a stone monster that ripped its way out of the ground nivani steps up to it where are the parshmen earlier i fought against humans dalinar says they were recruited to the other side the Stormfather says i think Mm -hmm. you think dalinar demanded during these days honor still lived i was not yet fully myself more of a storm less interested in men. His death changed me. My memory of that time is difficult to explain, but if you would see Parshman, you need but look across that field. Navani joined Dalinar at the ridge, looking out over the plain of corpses below. Which ones? Navani asks. You can't tell. Not from this distance. Maybe half of those are what you'd call Parshman. That's interesting. Mm-hmm.
0: the The really interesting part for me here is that what Stormfather is saying that before Honor died, he was basically right. just a storm,
1: just a storm,
0: right? Not interested in men, right? Yeah. And then when Honor died, he became more. And remember, yeah, we've, we've Stormfather yeah. has said that he's kind of a piece. He's like a shadow of Honor. And so maybe he was just a normal storm, maybe more than just a little bit of a normal storm, but he became more sentient after honor died because Mm -hmm. honor was able to like gift him with a piece of himself. And that's why stormfathers you know, the one who grants the visions. That's why he can, he has some memories, you know what I mean? So yeah, it's really interesting. It's not really explained very well here but there's right. there's hints at the history that that existed between honor this godlike being and the stormfather mm-hmm. this natural force
1: i like how things wake up in the absence of something yeah you know what i mean like it it's it's uh well and and i, I should say in i guess in the absence or death if you will mm-hmm. of honor right like when that leaves or changes or dies mm-hmm. something else comes into being
0: we we have emerges we have examples of that happening in with characters in the series too right um TN dies and mm-hmm. Cal becomes this amazing soldier Galivard, uh, Gavilar dies and Dalinar pulls himself out of his drunken stupor and becomes An important figure in Alethkar again. He becomes the high prince. He becomes uncle to the king. He, you know, starts taking all that stuff responsible. And I can't help but wonder, and this is just a little, little teaser. I can't help but wonder if the same will be said of Venli now that Ashaniah is dead. Maybe her death. Right. Stands to be a new beginning for Venli herself. So there's many yeah. examples of characters t- having died and other characters yeah. being awoken by that, that grief, Right. That, you know what I mean?
2: Yeah.
1: It's the cool. The pain it's, or it spurs. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: It's a really cool little, little thing to think about. Interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. There That's might, really neat. There might be many they,
0: more examples of that in the series that I'm not even thinking of, you know?
1: Yeah. That's interesting that, that, you know, it could be that a God dies and a new one emerges. Mm-hmm. Like the Stormfather's, the Stormfather could have a journey of, of that, of becoming more. He could be on his,
0: on his own journey right now. Yeah. Wow. That's That's really cool. I never even thought of that. That's really cool. Yeah. Okay. We're going to track that for the rest of the time we cover this series. We're going to track that now. We're going to track the, try to track the evolution of the Stormfather and see, you know, if he becomes more and more and more than what he is. I like this a lot. That's really cool.
1: Yeah. I just. (laughs) Just when I thought it couldn't get any more complex or <laughs> Another thing again. we have to track? Right. Okay. Um, Navani joins Dalinar at the ridge, looking out the plains. Which ones? You can't tell, not from this distance. Maybe half of those are what you'd call parchment. Dalinar squinted, but still couldn't make out what were human and which were not. He led Navani down the ridge and then across a plain. Here the corpses intermingled. Men in their primitive clothing. parshmen corpses that bled orange blood. This was a warning he should have recognized, but hadn't been able to put together his first time in the vision. Mm -hmm. He'd thought he was seeing a nightmare of their fight on the Shattered Plains. He knew the path to take, one that led him and Ivani across the field of corpses and then into a shadowed recess beneath a tall, rocky spire. The light had caught on the rocks here, intriguing him before he thought he'd wandered into this place by accident but in the truth but in truth the entire vision had pointed him at this moment
0: right so this was the important he, moment of the vision here
1: right yeah yeah here they found nine shard blades rammed into the stone abandoned navani put her gloved safe hand to her mouth at the sight mm. nine beautiful blades each a treasure and simply left here but why And how Mm -hmm. I like how she, it's it's such a shock to see it. It's almost like, I don't know, like, like seeing it and then putting your hand to your mouth. It's like being in awe maybe of the amount of treasure. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's too much treasure to find for one person. Right. Or it's almost like the shock of like finding, finding ones that have been abandoned. Like, Like children, for instance, right? It's like that shock of like, oh my god! Like, like who who, who would do this? Who would abandon these? Yeah, right, right, right. Hmm. Interesting.
0: Yeah, that's really cool. Like poor shard blades.
1: Yeah, yeah. The poor.
0: (laughs) I feel bad. Poor little abandoned. I feel bad for those poor little shard blades. She puts
1: she puts a blanket over them. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Makes them some tea.
0: Sings, sings them a little lullaby.
1: <laughs> I wasn't quite going there with no, that, but, well, but I you take know. your point. It's yeah. Um Here they found nine shard blades. Okay, they so put the blankies on. Okay. Dalinar stepped through the shadows, rounding the nine blades. This was another image he'd misunderstood when living this vision the first time. These weren't just shard blades. Ash's eyes, Navani says. I recognize that one, Dalinar. It's the one. Yeah, the one that killed Gavilar hmm Dalinar said, stopping beside the plainest blade, long and thin. The weapon of the assassin in white, it's an honor blade. They all are. Mm-hmm.
0: Wow. So this is like clearly, we said this earlier in the thing, but this is clearly right after the scene we read at the very, very beginning of the series. When the Heralds decide, you know what? Talon's but dead. But they
1: dropped their blades. They didn't place them anywhere, right?
0: No, they 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 put them into the stone oh, right here. Oh, and okay. they were sta- the I two of them. Just, uh... I think it was like Yezrian and Kalek were standing, mm-hmm. talking to each other about the validity of whether right. or not Talon would be able to hold out, whether Talonel will be able mm-hmm. to actually hold out in damnation by himself, and whether that would be enough to hold the oath pack. And then they all walked away from these honor blades. Mm-hmm. And obviously, someone found them because eventually one of them ends up in Zeth's it, with hands. The, with Zeth,
1: yeah, exactly.
0: And they just mentioned that one of the major armies that won this battle here were Shin. And so is That's Zeth. That's right. And we know that he got his shard blade from his homeland.
1: So is it possible that all nine honor blades could have went to the Shinovar? Shin?
0: Yeah, it's very possible. Wow. Yeah.
1: Interesting.
2: Okay.
0: Yeah. We know very, very little about that part of the world. Right. Sanderson has given us these um you know, these interludes from all over the place. Irie and Meribithia and the Reshi Isles and you know what I mean? Like all these different cultures all over the place. Yeah. But nothing from Shinovar. The only thing that he ever gave us from Shinovar was when the Shin were trading with Risen and Herbapsk. Remember they traded for the grass? Right. That's the only little bit of non-Zeth Shinovarian lore that we've learned about. Right. Wow. Honor blades, they all are. This is the day
1: that the Heralds made their final ascension to the Tranquilline Halls, Navani says, to lead the battle there instead. Dalinar turned to the side to where he glimpsed the air shimmering. Oh, why was the air shimmering there? The Stormfather. It was the Stormfather. Right. Only, Navani says, this wasn't actually the end because the enemy came back. She walked around the ring of swords and then paused by an open spot in the circle.
0: Where is the 10th blade? So this is really interesting here because she says this is when the heralds ascended because they fought the last, this is supposed to be the last battle where they right. finally beat the Voidbringers and now right. the heralds are able to ascend to the Tranquilline Halls right. and fight in the Tranquilline Halls. But we know that's not the case right? because they didn't actually beat the Voidbringers. No. And Navani and Dalinar are about to learn why because... The reason why the Voidbringers didn't come back was because one of the heralds were trapped in damnation, stopping them from being able to be be reborn again. Right. Right. So what they know as their history is not right.
1: And that's what these visions are all about. Right. It's It's teaching the the real history. Right. Right. These stories are wrong, aren't they? Dalinar says to the Stormfather, we didn't defeat the enemy for good, as the heralds claimed. They lied. Navani's head snapped up, her eyes focused on Dalinar. And then Pattern uh, turned, showed up and said, mm, lies.
0: lies, <laughs> nice, yeah. And he's like, sorry, I'm not supposed to be here. <laughs> yeah,
1: he's, he's, he's like the cookie monster of lies.
2: <laughs> wrong um, chapter.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, wrong chapter, sorry. Um, I long, sorry, I, I long blamed them. The Stormbrothers said, mm-hmm. for their lack of honor. It is difficult for me to look past oaths that are broken. I hated them. Now the more I come to know men, the more I see honor in those poor creatures you name heralds. Poor creatures you name heralds.
0: Because like he he thought that them breaking their oath by not going mm-hmm. back to damnation was so dishonorable. Was, yeah, yeah, it was very dishonorable. But mm-hmm. now that they, he learns more about men, he realizes they were poor creatures because they were literally going there and being tortured and over and over and over again. So he has pity for them now, which, right. oh man, look at this. It is an example of the growth of the Stormfather right there. We were, we yep. were just talking about wanting to make yep. sure we pointed it out.
1: And he has more perspective. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Tell me what happened, Delanor says, what really happened? Are you ready for this story? There are parts that you will not like. If I have accepted that God is dead, I can accept the fall of his heralds. Nivani settled down on a nearby stone. Her face was pale.
0: Yeah, she's nervous she, about she, what's to come. Her more than Dalinar is someone who has relied upon scholarship. And now she's learning literally from someone who knows the truth, that mm-hmm. things that she believed for so long. I wish Yasna was here for Me too. this story. Me too. I really do. She's obviously learning it, something else somewhere else, you know?
1: But you know what's kind of cute about Dalinar and Novani here? It's story time.
0: <laughs> yeah. They're like two little kids sitting on a rock. Yeah. Okay. Stormfather yeah. put out a little blanket out yeah. for them to Kate, sit on. I'm,
1: I'm going to get some puppets and. Yeah. Here's your here fidget
0: toys if you need one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it started with the creatures you name Voidbringers, the Stormfather said voice rumbling and low, distant, introspective, perhaps. As I said, my view of these events is distorted. Oh, okay. So maybe not a perfect record. No. Coming here from the Stormfather.
0: But more accurate than what they currently have. Right.
1: I do remember that once long before the day you're seeing now, there were many souls of creatures who had been slain, angry, and terrible. They had been given great power by the enemy, the one called Odium. And that was the beginning, the start of the desolations. For when these died, they refused
2: to pass on.
0: They refused. Fused. They refused. It's right in there, bro. Isn't that cool?
1: They refused to pass on. And we're dealing with the fused
0: right. right now. Right. And he's about to tell us what that really is. What right. is the fused? We saw what they were, but now he's going to tell us what they really are. So the play on
1: words there, it's not that they refused to pass on, it's that they went through a transformation. They refused.
0: Right. There's definitely a double entendre on. there for sure. Right? Yeah.
1: That's what is happening now, Dalinar says. The parchment. They're transformed by these things in the everstorm. Those things are the souls of their dead? They are the spren of Parshman long dead. They are their kings and their light eyes. their valiant soldiers from long, long ago. The process is not easy on them. Some of these spren are mere forces now. Animalistic, fragments of minds given power by Odium. Others are more awake each rebirth further injures their minds. They are reborn, using their bodies of parchment to become the fused. And even before the fused learned to command the surges, men could not fight them. Humans could never win when the creatures they killed were reborn each time. They were slain. And so, the oath pact.
0: So this original group of Parshman of Voidbringers. Right. Yeah. When they were killed, Odium granted them the ability to keep coming back. Right. And when they enter the body of current Parshman, they change those Parshman into what is known as the fused. The fused. So they're like this like leveled up version of what the Parshman is. And because the parchment can change form, it's perfect for them to take these fused in and change their forms to whatever it is the fused are. And some of them are, you know, some of them are animalistic and some of them are, what is yeah. it he said? But it, it, um, fragments it of them. minds given power.
1: It seems to distort them more by not allowing them to pass on. Right. So Odium is basically collecting these, these souls. Mm-hmm. And then sending them back Mm -hmm. and each time that happens,
0: they get worse. Right. Do you remember in the, um, in the Venli interlude that we just read where that Spren was like, you don't know how long I have fought this war. Right, eons of battles and right. all that stuff. That's right. That's what, this, mm-hmm. that's what that Spren was talking this about.
1: This is alluding to, yeah. Yeah,
0: so this Spren obviously is one of these who have been reborn over and over and over again. Oh, how long have you been fighting this war? Oh, I've been fighting it for six years. Yeah, you have no idea how long I've been fighting
2: this war. Hmm. So the real, yeah, well, I guess that's it. The enemy remains
1: Odium. Mm-hmm. by recycling these souls back, he
0: ends up creating a more formidable ally for himself. Mm-hmm. And if we, if we attach that to this idea that, um, Eshenai took in a new spren and became storm form mm-hmm. and a part of her remained in the back of her consciousness screaming because something had taken over. Right. Then because that, Right. Right. So when She's this not- happens to, you know, uh, um, uh, these Parshmen who Cal met and became friends with, and then eventually had to leave because he was found out or whatever, if any of them, like Ken and, uh, all these like ones that he, like, you know, he was a prisoner with or whatever, um, these parshmen have their own, um, their own attitudes, Right. But Mm -hmm. those, those personalities and those attitudes will go away if they become fused because they're taking on the personality of this ancient soul, this ancient spren who's been reborn over and over and over and over again.
2: Interesting. Yeah. It's very interesting.
0: I wonder
1: if there's a, if there's another process by which honor or, or God, if you will, Mm -hmm. did something similar. because. Odium seems to have this process that he's able to, to basically offer these souls.
2: Yeah. I,
0: it's uh, obviously the, the, um, like the, the nitty gritty of how all this works isn't really Mm -hmm. in this explanation right here. No, we're just getting a broad idea of how, of what the enemy really is. When Cal says the enemy isn't like when he's like, these aren't the parchment. Remember you were like. Yeah. Even you were like these guys reluctant. are yeah. not the enemy. This, truthfully, the parchment who, you know, were woken up by the storm and were freed of this like doll form, this like slave form. Yeah, they're not the enemy. The enemy no. is the things that take them over and become the void bringers. Right. Or so, the fused. Or the fused. Yeah. It's really, yeah. really interesting that there are many different layers of who is right and who is wrong here.
1: Okay, so the, the so when the creatures they killed were reborn each time, they were slain, and so the oath packed. And Dalinar says, ten people, five male and five female. He looked at the swords. They stopped this? He asks. The Stormfather continues, and he says, they gave themselves up, as Odium is sealed by the power of honor and cultivation.
0: You've heard that name before. I have. Cultivation, yeah. Early on in Words of Radiance, I think, the Stormfather said that there were three.
2: Honor. Right. Cultivation and Odium. Right.
0: So obviously honor and cultivation had made a deal of some kind to team up against Odium. So Odium mm. is sealed by the power of honor and cultivation.
1: Right. Your heralds sealed the spren of the dead into the place you call damnation. Okay. Sealed the spren of the
0: dead. Right. So these ones that are reborn over and over again, they were able to put them at damnation and seal it away.
1: The heralds went to honor, and he gave them this right, this oath. They thought it would end the war forever, but they were wrong. Honor was wrong.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Dalinar says, he was like a spren himself. You told me before. Odium too. Mm -hmm. Honor let the power blind him to the truth. That while spren and gods cannot break their oaths, men can and will. The ten heralds were sealed upon damnation trapping the Voidbringers there. However, if any one of the ten agreed to bend his oath and let Voidbringers past, it opened a flood. They could all return.
2: Mm-hmm. Wow. And start a new des- desolation start a every new time. And
1: desolation, yeah. Yeah. And Delanor says that, and that started a, des- a desolation. The Stormfather agrees, that started a desolation. An oath that could be bent. A pact that could be undermined. Dalinar could see what had happened. It seemed so obvious. They were tortured, weren't they? Horribly, says the Stormfather. By the spirits they trapped. They could share the pain because of their bond, but eventually, someone always yielded. Imagine, eh?
0: There's ten of them trapped in this place with who knows a countless amount of evil beings who want out right and I love this thing he says here that they could share the pain mm-hmm. share the load right but that puts into perspective Talon. we're gonna get there in a second here but Talon right. didn't have anyone to share the pain with and he lasted 4,500 years
1: But eventually, someone always yielded. Yeah. Once one broke, all ten heralds returned to Roshar. They fought. They led men. Their oath pact delayed the fused from returning immediately. But each time after a desolation, the heralds returned to damnation to seal the enemy again, to hide, fight, and finally withstand together. And this cycle repeated. At first, the, res- the respite between desolations was long, hundreds of years. But near the end, desolations came separated by fewer than 10 years. There was less than one year between the last two.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: The souls of the heralds had worn thin. They broke almost as soon as they were caught and tortured
0: in damnation. So they were caught. And he said here, um the uh um where did he say it here
1: fewer than 10 years
0: no no no, hold on um oh um heralds returned to damnation to steal the enemy again to hide fight and finally withstand and then he says the souls of the heralds had worn thin they broke almost as soon as they were caught so they right. go to this place called damnation there's mm-hmm. 10 of them and it's not just like in a room with all these spren. No. They are having to survive in this new world, damnation, which is, you know, in, in all intents and purposes, I think we're supposed to imagine it as hell, like Avernus, like the you know the ninth, nine gates of hell, this horrible <laughs> place. They're right. having to hide and survive, but eventually they always get caught because they're outnumbered, and then they're tortured, and then they give them, they give it up, right.
1: They give up or they break their oath at yeah, that Yeah,
0: one of them will eventually give up their oath and then they all come back to Roshar, not just the Heralds, but the, the, the Spren as well, the, um, the, the Voidbringers as well.
1: Which explains why things look so bad this time, Navani whispered from her seat. Society had suffered desolation after desolation, separated by short intervals. Culture, technology, all broken. Mm-hmm. Dalinar knelt and rubbed her shoulder. It is not so bad as I feared, she says. The heralds, they were honorable, people not as divine, but I may even like them more to know they were once just normal men and women.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. They were just regular people Mm -hmm. who had to go under crazy circumstances. They were regular people who had these incredibly powerful magic swords that gave them the ability to do incredible things. But they were, in essence, just regular people. And how long does it take for a regular person to break? Yeah. Right?
1: They were broken people, the Stormfather said. But I can start to forgive them and their shattered oaths. It makes sense to me now, as it never did before. He sounded surprised. Mm -hmm. The Voidbringers who did this, Navani says, they are the ones that, that are returning now, again. The fused, he says. The souls of the dead from long ago. They loathe you. They are not rational. They have become permeated with his essence, the essence of pure hatred. Mm-hmm. They will see this world destroyed in order to destroy mankind. And yes, they have returned. A time, Dalinar said, was not really the end. It was just another desolation except something changed for the heralds. They left their swords. After each desolation, the Stormfather continues, the heralds returned to damnation. If they died in the fighting, they went there automatically, and those who survived went back willingly at the end. They had been warned that if any lingered, it could lead to disaster. Besides, they needed to be together in damnation to share the burden of torture If one was captured, but this time an oddity occurred through cowardice or luck, they avoided death. None were killed in battle except one.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Which is, we've talked about this before. It's literally the scene that starts this whole series is these two heralds talking about another one who's died. Right. And he dies in a river, I think, in a body of water. And remember when he appears at the end of Way of Kings, he's wet. So he comes back.
1: Oh, you mean the madman?
0: Yeah. He comes back almost in the same state as he left over 4,000 years before. That's crazy. Isn't that cool?
1: It's really cool. Dalinar looked to the open spot in the ring. The nine realized the stormfather said that one of them had never broken each of the others at some point had been the one to give in to start the desolation to escape the pain they determined that perhaps they didn't all need to return they decided to stay here risking an eternal desolation but hoping that the one they left in damnation would alone be enough to hold it all together the one who wasn't meant to have joined them in the first place
2: the one who is not a king or a scholar or a general telenolat Dalinar says mm-hmm.
1: the bearer of agonies mm-hmm. the one abandoned in damnation left to withstand the tortures alone
0: i love this in every iteration <sighs> before them going to damnation telenolat was the only one who right. never broke who,
1: with, who right
0: Dude, I love this it's character pretty,
1: so much, it's, dude. It's, it's so really cool.
0: so awesome.
1: Almighty above, Navani whispers, how long has it been? Over a thousand years, right? Four and a half thousand years, the Stormfather said. Four and a half millennia of torture. Silence settled over the little
0: alcove. Bro, hold on was a second a dorm- here. Let's put that in perspective. Between yeah, the last two desolations, crazy. one of those heralds Broke after a year. Right, he lasted four and a half millennia. Right, before he broke. Yeah, yeah. Unbelievable, bro. What's the circumstance for the break? I We don't know. We we don't know. I got it. I don't I even know, know if he could tell us That's, if he if he could because he's just so he's just lost it. Crazy. Yeah, lost. Yeah, just so nuts. good, man. It's so fucking yeah. good. I hope he starts a band. I. <laughs> It's going to be like <laughs> Gore or something, right? Like all that time and damnation, it'll oh, be like a Gore or knows? Cannibal Corpse. It's going to be something He's gotta really He's got to channel
1: heavy. all that negative <laughs> stuff that's happened. He's got to yeah. put that in somewhere. Um. Okay. Wow. Well, this is this is a crazy chapter. It just keeps going on in giving us things to think about for sure. It's a heavy chapter.
0: Yeah, it's a big one.
1: It's a giant info dump. I, I don't envy Buzzkill. On this well, he one because... he did all the work for us, so we're going to get to it in a bit here. <laughs> Okay. Um, All right. Um, Millennia of Torture. Silence settled over the little alcove, which was adorned with silvery blades and lengthening shadows. Dalinar, feeling weak, sat down on the ground beside Navani's rock. He stared at those blades and felt a sudden irrational hatred for the heralds. Hmm. It was foolish. As Navani had said, they were heroes. They'd spared humanity the assaults for great swaths of time, paying with their own sanity. Still, he hated them for the man they had left behind.
0: Yeah, the and, man. And this is when he, it clicks in his head.
1: Dalinar leaped to his feet. It's him, he shouted. The madman. He really is a herald. He finally broke, the Stormfather says. He has joined the Nine. Who still live. Who still
0: live. Right. They haven't died. So when we said earlier, they're just regular men. Right. They're not regular men.
2: They've lived 4,500 years on Roshar without their honor blades because they left them behind. So how do they still persist? We
0: don't know. It's not because of their oath. No.
1: Because they were broken. Mm-hmm. And now the final one has been broken. So he's been finally reunited or he's been sent back to Roshar.
0: It's very possible that honor gave them some set of immortality to be able to live long enough to keep going back and keep keeping the oath pack strong. Right.
2: Hmm. Because
0: he says it right here. They st- Th- the, he has joined the nine who still live. They're still know, alive today. That's crazy. Yeah.
1: In these millennia, none have ever died in return to damnation, but it doesn't matter as it once did. The oath pact has been weakened almost to annihilation and Odium has created his own storm. The fused do not return to damnation when killed. They are reborn in the next ever storm.
0: You know, the whole process uh, okay. is all turned so up just, on its head. Right.
1: So he never loses any of his not anymore. army, basically. He nope. just keeps building The oath pack building. doesn't
0: matter anymore. Right. The, the Honor's not even around to uphold it anymore. So that's one of the reasons why it's weak, right? We know that Honor died. Somehow, Odium got what he wanted. He killed Honor. And now, the oath pack doesn't really matter anymore. And when these fused die they're reborn in the everstorm which travels around the continent or travels around the world
1: (laughs) there's there's got to be some event where honor comes back
2: has to be has to be right I mean I don't know
1: and you might not know and that's fine but I mean just thinking about the trajectory of the story it has to include something like that
2: Mm -hmm.
1: or it should Storms, how could they defeat that? Dalinar looked again at the empty spot among the swords. The madman, the herald, he came to Kolinar with a shard blade. Shouldn't that have been his honor blade? Yes, the Stormfather says, but the one delivered to you is not it. I do not know what happened. Hmm. Huh. So the, the one delivered
0: to him is not that blade. Right. So the blade that he walked into that city with when. Wit was there waiting for him. Right. Was the honor blade. But the one that he ended up with in the Shattered Plains when he was delivered there was no longer the honor blade. It was just a regular shard blade. So somewhere along that trip, someone took that honor blade. Because the uh, that blade wit, Wit could have taken it. Maybe. We don't know. We do know that along that trip at some point, um, Barden, which was, um, Dalinar's man, the guy who brought the madman to him said that, um, wit took off mid trip and just left. Remember? Yeah. So it's very possible that wit did something with it. It's also very possible that someone else took it on the way. Um, we know that it's not an honor blade because Dalinar bonded that blade to prevent Amarim from getting it. That's right. Right. But it's just a shard blade, it's right? It's just a regular shard blade. Yeah. Yeah. So that honor blade is, is missing. The only one that we know is not missing. The only one that we know is the one that Dalinar has hidden in Urithiru. the one that belonged to Zeth, which is Yezrian's right. blade. Right. The one that grants Windrunner powers. Yeah. <laughs> it's all, is crazy. It's, it's also cool, dude. It's also yeah, awesome. Yeah, it's
1: crazy. I need to Okay. Dalinar says I need to speak with him. He was at the monastery when we marched, wasn't he? Dalinar needed to ask the Ardens to see who had e- evacuated the madmen. Mm-hmm. Is this what caused the Radiants to rebel? Nivani asks. Are these are these secrets what sparked the recreants? No. That is a deeper secret, one I will not speak. Ooh,
0: yeah. The recreants. Um, the Stormfather just wears (laughs) dunned. Dalinar. Yeah, he he totally did. Yeah, they're like, can you tell us the last big secret? And he's all like, Yeah, where did Dunny go, guys? Seriously,
1: he totally dunned.
0: No, that is
1: that is a deeper secret, one that I will not speak. Why, Dalinar demanded, because were you to know it you would abandon your oaths as the ancient radiance did. Mm-hmm. Holy jeez. What could he possibly tell Dalinar to make Dalinar give up on the trajectory that I'm he's on? I'm literally
0: on camera right now. I'm literally doing the arms up, I don't know, emoji guy. I'm like, I don't know. But you do. I do So know. this is either settled
1: in this, in this book or the next. Mm-hmm.
0: Wow. I don't like telling you little things like that. I don't like giving you nuggets.
1: <sighs> nuggets? Oh my, okay. I know, but I love the nuggets. They're I
0: know delicious. Yum,
1: yum, yum, yum. They're yum. so yummy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Okay. Uh, were you to know it, you would abandon your oaths. Dalinar says, I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Could he be the one that doesn't break? Who's the
0: one that won't break now? Right. The madman is broken. I love that as a metaphor. I love it. That's great. Who's the one that won't break? Yeah, I love that. I really love that. It's really cool. Hmm.
1: I wouldn't, he says. Wouldn't you? The Stormfather demands, his voice growing louder. Would you swear it? Swear upon an unknown? These heralds swore they would hold back the Voidbringers. And what happened to them? There is not a man alive who has not broken an oath, Dalinar Colon. Your new radiance hold in their hands the souls and lives of my children. No, I will not let you do as your predecessors did. You know the important parts. The rest is irrelevant.
0: I love this from the Stormfather. He doesn't even really give a fuck about them knowing the truth and breaking their oaths he's more right. concerned that these new radiants have bonded these spren who he considers children right and if they break their oaths those spren will die and
2: that's, that's what right. he doesn't want he's trying to protect his kids right I love that that's great
1: mm-hmm since <laughs> so, I can't I can't even get my head around the story it's crazy <laughs> um Okay, he he, he couldn't know how the secret... Okay, Dalinar drew in a deep breath, but contained his anger. In a way, the Stormfather was right. He couldn't know how this secret would affect him or his radiance. But he would still rather know it. He felt as if he were walking about with a a headsman following, Mm -hmm. planning to claim his life at any moment. He sighed as Navani stood and walked to him, taking his arm. I'll need to try to do sketches from memory... Of each of those honor blades Or better Send Shalon to do it Mm -hmm. Perhaps we can use the drawings To locate the others Yeah perhaps Having accurate drawings would be great Shalon should totally be
0: here I love that Navani is just like You know we have We have someone who's perfect at this Mm -hmm. You know Comes a long way from Yasna saying Art isn't important
2: (laughs) Yeah
1: A shadow moved at the entrance To this little alcove And a moment later, a young man stumbled in. He was pale of skin with strange wide shin eyes and brown hair that had a curl to it. He could have been one of any number of shin men Dalinar had seen in his own time. They were still ethnically distinct, despite the passing of millennia. The man fell to his knees before the wonder of the abandoned honor blades. But a moment later, the man looked to Dalinar and then spoke with the Almighty's voice. Unite them. Was there nothing you could do for the heralds? Dalinar asks. Was there nothing their god could do to prevent this? The Almighty, of course, couldn't answer. He had died fighting this thing they faced, the force known as Odium. He had, in a way, given his own life to the same cause as the heralds, and the vision faded.
0: So this man stumbles into this area... And finds these swords. And if this vision is accurate, and what we talked about earlier is accurate, then those nine swords end up in the possession of the shin. Because we know that Zeth eventually gets one from his people. Right. So, so much in this chapter. Oh my God. I know. It's it's so great. There's... It's a great, I mean, so that's the end of the chapter. Yeah. This, yeah. I mean, I don't know
1: what to say. It's one of those chapters that I feel like there's so much given mm-hmm. that I can see some readers going, whoa, yeah. like too much. Like I got to read
0: this one over again right away. Or... Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. It's, it's a bit of an overload chapter in, in some, in some ways, although again, it was, you know, not a complete reveal. No sanderson did he still not had show some, the
0: yeah, full held some stuff back for sure yeah mm-hmm. well absolutely he held Highlighted, one highlight one very important thing back <laughs> he was that he held one yeah, one he did, very important the, thing back the the, the recreants mm-hmm. for sure yeah um and how that and how the truth of that i fear that if you found out the truth you would abandon your podcasting oath and the show would be over it would be like a podcasting record. Yeah. I'm out of here. That's, just, that's, that's it. I records. can't do this. Jack digs his headphones into the stone. I'm walking yeah. away, guys. That's it. I, I my headphones into the stone. I'm done. Yeah. That's it. I abandoned Mike upside down into the dirt. Yeah. Psh, done. That's it. Um That's funny. So what do you think? What's what's your highlight for this?
1: Oh, jeez. If I had to pick one oh I don't know. What was that thing we were talking about earlier about the st- well, yeah, about the Stormfather's potential journey? Yeah, that's likening really cool. the Stormfather to some of the other characters. I like what you observed with regards to the deaths that have occurred in the characters'
0: lives mm-hmm. and how it has been. People close to them have had a like a rebirth, a second chance.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's mm-hmm. a really interesting sort of occurrence. I think in mm-hmm. in the in, in the story. So take your pick and, and I mean really a great highlight I think is also um that Dalinar really feels that he's not crazy yeah it's so he great he shares this burden like having yasna there Yasna's chat
0: dude Highlight. That's Come my on. highlight. I think. I mean, it's. It has it's, to go back to that. Yeah, I mean, uh, you can't. You can't get me to almost break down crying during recording and right. then not it be my highlight. Like, well, that that my whole true highlight of
1: this episode was when we stopped recording and you and I had a chat.
0: I, I thought you were going to say that. To be honest, um, that for, was my highlight for the listeners' perspective when we stopped recording that um, earlier when we had to take a break. Um Jack and I chatted a little bit about a little more openly about what was going on and um yeah we were both a little a little emotional and um Oh yeah. So yeah it uh, that's I mean <laughs> you know to the listeners they they don't get to know uh, what what it was about or whatever but I mean it's um I guess my ultimate highlight is that you know somehow again this covering these books brought us closer again.
2: Yeah 100%. You know?
0: So yeah, it's pretty cool. Yep. Um, yeah, so you wanna uh you want to do this info dump that um,
2: <laughs> that Buzzkill Joe's Buzz been working on since Joe. he was seventeen? Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay.
0: <laughs> so chapter thirty-eight, Broken People, um we find out mm-hmm. that Dalinar is in the body of a character named Malad Sun Zenth. He's the um mm-hmm. this ancient Shin soldier, which is really cool. Uh, we get to know a little bit about the fused Um, this particular one that they fought here in this chapter or that Dalinar faced was a creature of a good head taller than the others with fearsome carapace armor of black and red. Its eyes glowed a deep crimson. So whatever type of fuse this is, it is Mm -hmm. very large and very intimidating. Um, the, we found that we found out the name, the stone wardens, which is another, we, we had this name before in, in words of radiance, but we really get to know a little bit more about them. Uh, shard plate, each visible, um, each piece visible glowing in amber color at its edges, uh, despite the daylight can surge to manipulate stone. And this surge is not, um, this, this surge here is not shared with bondsmiths, but their other surge is,
2: um, so, let me just see here what I have um uh so yeah, see
0: it says the um, um Buzzkill here is reminding us that the female radiant from the star falls vision with the midnight essences uses a healing fabrial the fe- uh the female Shardbearer right. stood her armor glowed with even amber light, so she was also a stone warden, which is awesome. Um, so there's a healing fabrial here that a uh, little nice transition here. Uh, Buzzkill Joe, thank you. Um, <laughs> so Navani is absolutely, you know. Crazy, uh, overcome with the the, the sight of this. She's literally creating right. ones that like create heat and you know can um, take away pain and all this stuff that she's been working on, um, mm-hmm. what her and her scholars have been working on. But this is crazy. It says in what I uh, she's like that Fabrial is wonderful. In what way I have no idea how it works. I think something is wrong with the way we've been viewing ancient Fabrials. So um, this doesn't seem to be very rare in this time right? Um, because it's just kind of a natural thing for this radiant to just go over and heal. It reminds me a little bit of star Trek, right? With these, like, let me just hit you with this little bloo- and heal you kind of thing. It's, <laughs> it's kind of neat. Um, so yeah, this going forward, I guess Navani is going to have to have a talk with her scholars. Cause she's going to have an idea of how to like that. The, this is a possibility for them to create. They might not know how to, but it's possible. Um, they um this primitive attire from this culture they wore wraps of sp- uh, spun lavas fibers sandals of hog's hide and carried spears with bronze heads only the officers wore armor a mere leather jerkin not even properly hardened it had been cured then right. roughly cut into the shape of a vest so that's um you know giving us an idea of like where they were culturally at that time right um,
1: and techno- and technologically too. yeah
0: exactly yeah with the with the, the bronze headed spears um the fuse, the spren of ancient parchment outside of a desolation. They are sealed in damnation by the oath pack. We just literally read all that stuff over. We don't necessarily need to go over this again. Cause we just, just read it. The heralds were 10, five male, five female empowered by the, uh, uh, by honor and given the oath pack. Um, so they, um, they, they obviously, we know more about them now and their strength, and their weakness. And, um, they're not just these like amorphous godly creatures that people pray to like Ash's eyes or Kalek, or, you know what I mean? Like all this stuff, you know, in, in the Rosharian religions, they're seen as these gods, but they were really just people who had to take this burden to be able to keep everyone safe, which is really, really interesting. Um, he's got a really, really large part here on, um, on the honor blades and, I think that we kind of covered that all in the chapter. So I don't really want to necessarily go over it again. Um, he does have a couple of, um, quotes here from that original chapter that I'd like to read. So, Yezria nodded to the ring of weapons. I was chosen, I was chosen to wait for you. We weren't certain if you had survived. A decision has been made. It is time for the oath pact to end. Collect felt a sharp stab of horror. What will that do? And then Yezrian says, Ishar believes that so long as there is one of us still bound to the Oath Pact, it may be enough. There is a chance we might end the cycle of desolations. And then Kalak says, um, almighty above, he thought, you're broken too, aren't you? They all were. Um, and then Entalm, Collect asks, the flesh, oh, sorry, I just completely got it off my screen here. Um, and Talm Kalak asks the flesh burning the fires, the pain over and over better that one man should suffer than ten. Yezrien whispered, so it's right there, man it's literally right there in the in the text, right um, it's so funny that you know we read this you know almost three years ago now, and we're now getting a better understanding of what all that stuff meant in this book. Isn't that really cool? Um-hmm mm hmm um so then there is a, um, a part here that is about nail also known as darkness. So it's about the honor blades and, uh, it says, um, the nine honor blades abandoned by the heralds 4,500 years ago were retrieved by a young shin man. So that guy that we see at the end of this chapter. that
1: we see at the end. Yeah. yeah.
0: This explains why Zeth had Yesrian's honor blade in the present, which we just talked about. It yeah. is unclear if the blade nail carries in the present is his honor blade or is a spren blade. So a regular shard blade though. Nail is aware that the shin have them two of the blade. And this is a quote from nail in words of radiance, Mm -hmm. two of the blades held by your people allow regrowth. I suspect you have already seen the newly dead restored to life. This is when nail is trying to have is talking to Zeth after Zeth has been beaten by, um, been beaten by, uh, by, by Cal. The newly dead restored to life. Yeah. So, um, two of the honor blades have regrowth, right? Because if each blade is, gives the powers of a surge binder, there are two different surge binders who can have regrowth. And he says here, two of the blades held by your people allow regrowth. I suspect you have already seen the newly dead restored to life. Meaning you've seen someone use regrowth with a shard blade and bring someone back to mm-hmm. life. Uh, Talon's honor, honor blade, the blade Talon had when he first showed up in Colinar during the Wa- way of King's epilogue was a massive, long, narrow, and straight shaped like an enormous spike, which is the one that they just described, um, as being the, um, one of the ones in the, the, the ring or, or no, no, sorry. Um, sorry, I think I got that wrong. Um, let me just read that over again here. Um, Talon's honor blade—the the blade Talon had when he first showed up in Colinar during the Way of Kings epilogue—was a massive, long, narrow, and straight-shaped, like an enormous spike. The blade that was brought to the plains by Borden—we talked about this a little earlier—when he right. ex- escorted uh, 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 escorted Talon later bonded by Dalinar in secret was wider than most. It was almost cleaver-like in appearance, so a completely different. Description, right. So it says Wit was in Colinar and met Talon and started traveling to the plains with Borden, but left before they arrived. So your instincts earlier saying, well, maybe it was Wit that did that that took it and replaced it with a different one. That's possible, but we don't know whether or not that's fully true or not. You know what I mean? Right. It is a good guess, but it's not necessarily. um Exact, So that's something to kind of keep track on, especially when dealing with wit in the future, if we ever you know get to see him again. So, right. Yeah. So that's the end of the, uh, the info dump. Thank you so much, uh, Buzzkill <laughs> Joe for all that awesome information. I think a lot of it I actually skipped over because we kind of talked about it and mentioned stuff in the, the covering of the chapter. We don't want to really mm-hmm. repeat ourselves too, too much. So yeah. So that's the end of the episode, everyone. Um, it's a doozy. It's a doozy. It's a <laughs> doozer for sure. If you'd like to support the show, you could do so at patreon.com slash heroes of, uh, you can, uh, sign up for any one of our tiers. Uh, normally we would read the chapters at the end here, but we are trying to do a quick record here. So uh, to get this done. So we will do this next episode. We will go through our uh, list of Patreon names to thank everyone again. Um, if you'd like to be part of the, uh, the team, just go to patreon.com slash heroes of, and, uh, you will be rewarded with a discord link and our gratitude and appreciation and our deep-seated love um if you want to reach out to us you can do so at heroes of a at gmail.com you can uh hook up with us on twitter at heroes of one or you can find us on um instagram at the storm pod don't forget to join up the um uh, subreddit the storm pod and the facebook group which i actually don't go on very often um thank you so much jack so next chapters we are doing two chapters we're doing chapter 39 and 40. Um, we mm-hmm. are right into here. There's all kinds of stuff that's happening. Our characters are moving and grooving and it is getting <laughs> exciting. So um, thank you I'm very much. Forward for forward to it. Yeah, for sure. I'm so looking forward to the next one. Um, mm-hmm. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. We love you very much. Until next time.
1: Take care, everybody.
0: The Storm Pod is brought to you by Heroes of... Music and theme song by Jack Forrest Productions. Additional music by Jason Moray. Produced by our wonderful Patreon team and the heroes of Acathra.